Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. studios in Austin, Texas. This is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic, How do you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. Delco Dan with Sports. Welcome to Fake News. Whoa, kids. Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News. Man, this is going to be a banger of a show today, so buckle the fuck up, kids. Uh, D'Anthony, Wild Weekend super amped we're doing fake news on mondays uh especially because they seem to be dropping all of these bombs over the weekend now and then we get to monday and you're like holy shit did that happen did that happen did that happen and it did all of it happens um but nothing more shocking than the uh the top two stories here today uh tucker carlson is out at fox don lemon is out at cnn uh we'll talk about tucker carlson first here um, shocker, D'Anthony, shocker. Uh, you've been on the program many times over there. Um, this is the biggest superstar in cable news, and it's not close. For Fox to let him go over the weekend, especially after Friday night's show when he just signed off and said, I'll see you Monday, and it was a cheesy segment about eating bugs or something at the end of the show. He didn't know this was coming. 
I don't know why Fox decided to do this, but who, who, uh, we can get know, into it. How do you know that? Uh, what? That he didn't know it was coming. And how do you, like, the, the reporting right now is that it was a mutual split. Right, which is incorrect. Um, so Friday night's show, uh, I, I just happened to catch it. Friday night's show, normal show, he was eating pizza at the end of it, and he had a segment about uh, bugs, and he says, hey, guys, I'll see you on Monday. You don't know you're getting fi- like you don't say that if you're getting fired. It is usually a sign off, a big fuck you. It is uh, we've seen numerous anchors in the past do this, and that's it, right? Especially with your biggest guy in all of news right now, you would give him a proper sign off, especially for lifting the network to a gajillion dollars all of these years. It is definitely not a mutual decision. Well, I agree with you there. I just I'm not convinced that Fox is the one that pulled the trigger here. So. Here's what I think. This is my own personal take on this, and this is a, a far deeper thing than just left and right. So I, I don't think it's a conspiracy between uh, politics or anything else right now. With Tucker, with everything that's going on in the media, this is a media issue. It is a media combustion that is happening across not only Fox, CNN, uh, Disney's about to go through this a bloodbath here in about 48 to 72 hours. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, NBC fired their CEO over the weekend. We'll also get to that in a minute. This is a media problem where these networks can no longer afford these hosts. If you're Tucker, in the case of Tucker Carlson, especially with what happened with Dominion and everything else, uh, the, the J6 videos, the audio clips, all that other stuff, uh, we'll start with, with those first. Those stopped after like four or five days, no explanation out of Tucker, no explanation out of Fox. They had 44,000 hours worth of footage there. I think Tucker wanted to press the issue. They were heading into the Dominion suit. Um, I think Fox told him to, to ease off the gas while they figure out the, the Dominion suit and everything else. I think Tucker was pissed off about that. On Tucker's side, being the most powerful man in fucking media right now, and, is, and especially news, he's looking at these numbers of a Joe Rogan, of a Pat McAfee, uh, and all these other guys, and saying, Tim Poole, uh, who is the latest? Crowder. <clears throat> He's way bigger than Crowder. Well, okay. Bongino, too. Bongino, yeah. too. He's looking at these numbers and saying to himself, all right, and this is a guess. I think Tucker was probably getting $15 million a year, somewhere between 12 and $15 million a year at Fox. That is no longer good enough compared to what podcasters are getting and everybody else is getting. I think, personally, he had a come-to-Jesus moment with himself of, I'm not taking notes from these executives anymore. Fuck that. I will force them to fire me. I'm going to keep talking shit. There is another huge looming lawsuit uh, that is double what Dominion is coming, headed towards Fox's way. And then another staffer has also filed a massive uh, sexual assault case against them as well. They're in the pipeline. I don't think they want Tucker out there. And they certainly couldn't neuter him at all anymore. And I think Tucker probably said no. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, and I'm going to get double, if not triple, the money from somewhere else because it doesn't matter. I am the one that is raising the ratings for your network. I'm the fucking guy. And if you tell me to fucking censor myself, I'm not going to and fuck off. Mm. That's my guess as to what that conversation was probably over the weekend. Uh, your thoughts on that? Um. Hold on, just looking. Crowder got fifty million from Daily Wire. Well, keep keep that in mind. He didn't get anything. Well, in the end, but that's what they offered. He, yeah. He's over at Rumble now, so <laughs> I mean, he got he got his money. But uh, they offered him fifty million dollars over at Daily Wire. 
You're going to tell me the Daily Wire wouldn't double that for for Tucker? Um, yeah, I don't. I Frank, I don't think Tucker would go to Daily Wire if I, I. That would be a huge mistake for him to do that because that's not really the game he plays. He's got the best creative team and best production team in all of news by a wide margin. I agree. And they aren't just Fox people. They're people that, like we, I know some of them. Mm-hmm. And my guess is they're going to travel with him. As far as how all this went down, um, there there may have been some pressure from Fox to for him to editorialize in their favor more or keep his mouth shut or something like that. But I, you you circled this issue a lot, but it is the core issue. It's that he doesn't need Fox. Fox needs him. Right. He's in the driver's seat. Um, Bongino just left last week. Uh, now that was over uh, contract negotiations. Yeah. And you know both of them are homies in real life. So I guarantee you Tucker had a conversation with Dan and said, what's that number that you were asking mm-hmm. for? Um, because Tucker's you know, uh, contract is going to be up. And he was like, oh, shit, if they're not going to pay you that, they're certainly not going to pay me what I'm supposed to get mm-hmm. paid. So I'm not going to shut the fuck up about certain issues just because it'll help in lawsuits. Yeah, I mean, look, sometimes it helps for a company to bring in new talent and shit. This is not one of those times. No. Uh, this is like canceling a tent pole on your network. It's fucking dumb. It's like dropping Jordan in yeah. his prime. Like, you're, you're not doing that. You're not trading him <clears throat> to the Charlotte Hornets. No, and to uh, my my guess is that Tucker forced himself out, or just told him he's leaving. I don't I don't know that this is Fox telling him to leave. I think he told Fox he's leaving. If I had to guess, um, now he's a smart guy, so maybe he did force their hand. But uh, I agree with the the salary that he's probably making is somewhere in the twelve to fifteen million range. Probably there may be some bonuses involved, um, but. If you look at the numbers, he's he cruises in at about three point two, three point five million a show. Oh, I, I I actually that, have, that's his average. Yeah, yeah, well, I have the ratings from last week, right? Okay. Three point two two three million. Okay? That's actually low for him. Well, but hang on, this is compared. So in cable, mm. slow news week, all that other shits. Uh, he's still above Good Morning America mm-hmm. with those numbers on free television. Right, and the only people he trails on this list are ABC, David Muir, CBS, sixty minutes. Uh, NBC Lester Holt, CBS Sunday Morning, uh, and CBS O'Donnell, and that's free television. Mm-hmm. That's just on in the background everywhere else. You don't have to pay for cable or streaming or anything. Yeah, so uh, that's you're just scraping the, the tip of the iceberg there <clears throat> because they also have Fox Nation, which has about 1.1, 1.2 million subscribers, mm-hmm. and 80% of the views on that site are from Tucker's content. Yes. Right? So that let's just say conservatively that's another 800,000 people willing to go behind a paywall to watch his content now time times what number how much is fox nation as far as a monthly subscription five bucks six bucks yeah it's called five bucks okay so if he can bring half of that audience over to his own paywall that's two million in revenue a month Mm -hmm. just uh just a basic scrape for the long form content that he's already producing right not bad um it's also going to kill Fox Nation, that, that, yep. that is now dead. It's going the way of CNN+. Plus. There's Correct. no way they'll be able to keep that up. Uh, t- um, today, their website crashed as soon as this announcement was made because so many people were trying to cancel their subscription. It, the, the website didn't crash. They crashed it. You think so? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the conspiracy, whatever. But uh, I, I'm with you. I'm um, with you. But yeah, if, if, so if you take in Tucker's audience, social media, his YouTube channels, which technically belong to Fox, I think. They do. But he can easily recreate that. That's not an issue for him. Um, 
his audience is probably two to two and a half times the size of Crowder's mm-hmm. right now. Now, there's going to be some bleed uh, when he moves to a different platform. Not everybody follows along. There's a lot of old people who just watch Fox in the evenings, mm-hmm. no matter what's on. Um, so there's going to be some of that. But I would say he's probably looking at 50 to 75 million a year that he can make from this. I agree. That's, that's about where I would put it. And um, does he, I mean, the, the real question is, does his relationship with people like Bongino and our buddy Dave Rubin, who's mm-hmm. also an owner of Rumble, come into play here? Does he go to Rumble? I would be shocked if he went to, uh, to Daily Wire. That's just not who he is. So Rubin publicly earlier uh, made a plea to Tucker to come to Rumble. Well, he needs to be careful about that because is it Rumble a publicly traded company now? I don't think so. Not yet. Uh, I know they they're were, getting They close. were on the way to a SPAC. I don't yeah. know if they did it yet. But And then Bongino's got to be really careful as well because I assume... He, his host contract had a non-fucking proliferation, not proliferation, what do you call it, non-pilfering act where you can't steal talent from the, from the organization. Um, but, but if, if you're let go, it's, it's yeah, fair yeah. game. So they're, yeah. they're fair game. There is a Rumble Inc. No, oh. can't, your mic's not on. What? Uh, I can hear it. There you go. I, oh. I can hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there is a Rumble Inc. on the NASDAQ. Is yeah. it the actual Rumble, though? That's what I'm trying to figure I'm out. I'm pretty sure it's public. Yeah. Okay. So they got to be careful about all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it would be... I I I've I don't I wouldn't say we're friends or anything, but I've spent some pretty quality time with Tucker talking about stuff, and he does not like being told what to do. No. Um. And Fox is getting to the point now where they're going to have to start telling people what to do because they've done a poor job of insulating themselves from bullshit. Right. It's just the way it is when you're a big target like that. Um. And the the settlement of this lawsuit, they should have won this lawsuit. They settled because they didn't want all the other stuff getting out. That's what it really was. Correct. But now they're fucking themselves over financially, and this is only going to make it worse. I mean, that Fox is, has pretty much signed, co-signed itself, uh, uh, or resigned itself, rather, to being the news for people over 60 years old. And that's all it'll ever be now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should expect Jesse Waters to not be there very, very much longer either. Or he, they're going to move him into that prime slot and, and 8 o'clock instead of 7. But I, I wouldn't expect him to last much longer there either. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, and again, this is a media story as a whole, I think, and it, just a combustion of streaming and everything else, which we'll get to here uh, with, with Don Lemon. Uh, Don Lemon was fired as well. It seemed like they happened within eight minutes of each other today. Uh, over no, at it, CNN. Was, it was, it was a, uh, the news about Tucker broke, and then like two and a half hours later, I think, is when the Lemon stuff came out. And my theory is that CNN was like, oh, we can, we can treat this like a Friday at 5 o'clock and fire Don Lemon right now. And nobody today is talking about Don Lemon, except uh, for Fox it, News, actually. It's invisible. So if you look on, it's really funny. If you go to CNN's social media and website, they're talking about Tucker. And yep. if you go to Fox's website, they're talking about uh, uh, Don Lemon. Correct. And, uh, and ignoring their own shit. It's so funny. Bob, pull this up on CNN, because uh, their top picture was, uh, was Tucker Carlson there. So CNN, Tucker. Of course. Actually, Don Lemon is right here, but Tucker's so much more famous that yes, Lemon yeah. gets the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fox actually going with, with uh, Murdaugh. Earlier, uh, earlier today, it was Don Lemon. Yeah, earlier today, it was that's Don how, that's, Lemon. That's how much Don Lemon rates. Oh, here yeah. we go. He gets, he gets like two hours on Fox. They're like, yeah, we're moving on to this yeah. one. You have a thing at the top titled Lemon Drop. <laughs> oh, boy. 
That's, uh, that's stupid. That's punny. It's punny. But uh, in the case of Don Lemon, this was easy. Uh, I've called this for months and months and months ever since he took this morning show. I said that was going to be a failure. He was going to be out of there. They cannot afford that salary anymore for those ratings. This is a simple salary cap issue like in football mm-hmm. or something like that. You're not performing. The ratings are dog shit. They hate you anyways. Now everybody, it's, it's bulls on parade in the background here. By the, way, by the way, just to address it, there are a lot of people on Twitter talking about uh, Tucker getting into the presidential race. Not one fucking prayer. No. I've, I've had this conversation with him five separate times. He has uh, just, no, one, no interest in being in politics and the scrutiny that comes with that and all the bullshit, but also doesn't like politicians very much. Yeah. Right? I, I don't, I just, like, there, can you imagine him working with other people in politics? No. To be honest? No. Because no. he, he's, he's just says what he thinks all the time. You can't do that and be in politics. His That's speeches why, would be amazing, but uh, well, he gave a pretty amazing one over the weekend. Actually. He did, yeah. Well, and there's that. there are some theories that <clears throat> this is what got him fired. If you want to, if you think he got fired, I don't think he got fired. I, think I, I look, I'm I what he said over the weekend because I watched that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what he said over the weekend leads me to believe that he wasn't going to shut up. I these I, other lawsuits are coming down the the pike. Like I, I just think. They couldn't control him anymore, and they certainly can't pay him anymore after mm-hmm. this year. It was an easy out for them. I have some breaking news from uh, National Review, uh-huh. uh, which is a conservative outlet. For those who don't know, it, this was published uh, at 3.11 p.m. Uh, today, so Eastern time, I assume that is. Uh, <clears throat> the decision to fire Tucker Carlson for, uh, from his ratings juggernaut show on Fox News reportedly came straight from Rupert Murdoch. Uh, Murdoch, the Fox chairman, was concerned about Carlson's coverage of the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. Yep. I mean, it's, that's exactly what I said. And I don't think he wanted to shut up. He's too powerful. He doesn't need their money. He can make double, triple that somewhere else on his own. And he probably said, well, fuck you then. Um, and again, there is a massive lawsuit that is double the Dominion lawsuit coming down uh, the pipe for the, and uh, they're fucked. Um, I think Fox News as an outlet, is fucked. Um, the other ratings that have been falling are Laura Ingram's. That was going to be their other superstar who they were kind of prepping. Her ratings have been falling. Hannity's just getting older. He's been great for, you know, what, 30 years now at this mm-hmm. point. This was your guy for the next 10, 15 years on your network, and he's gone. And I don't know anybody else, Jesse Waters included, with a personality like Tucker's, to, do, to be able to deliver these stories into camera like that over and over and over again, night after night, that people loved. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very hard thing to do, man. Um, and so look, Tucker's going to be very rich. You don't have to feel sad Tucker's for Tucker. Tucker's already very rich. Uh, yes, but he's going to be even richer, so don't feel sad for Tucker in this. Don Lemon, this was the easiest one of all time that I was uh, talking about earlier. Ratings down, contract too high. Now, if you go to Twitter and look through everybody else, uh, there is every staffer and their mother coming out saying what an asshole he was and misogynistic. He hated women. He dated a 22-year-old intern. Uh, He broke every rule that he possibly could. One exec off the record said uh, if there was a rule, Don Lemon would figure out a way to bend it within an hour being there. They all hated him. They were worried about a discrimination lawsuit and everything else. Now they don't have that. Uh, his, if you want to pull up uh, his post on Twitter or Instagram about his being fired, uh, this was proven untrue 20 minutes after he posted it. So his story was that <clears throat> the information was passed through his agent and nobody from CNN talked to him. Correct. 
And you're saying that's not true. That is not true. So this is, uh, we'll go ahead and read this statement, Bob, uh, of what he posted. And then I will read CNN's response right after this. All right. Find it on his. Well, he probably deleted it because it was on his Instagram. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't see it on his Instagram. It may not be on his Twitter anymore either. Oh, here we go. Okay. I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned after 17 years at CNN. I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly at no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved uh, at that network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues and the many teams I've worked with for an incredible run. They are the most talented journalists in the business, and I wish them all the best. Okay, so CNN's comms team. And th- this Twitter thing has been a fucking mess without blue check marks all weekend. You're trying to figure out which account is real. and wh- This is real. CNN's comms team immediately after this said, Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. Um, fully believe that because Don has always made it all about Don. And there's no way he's going to sit there and take a firing meeting at this mm-hmm. point after 17 years. So he was, fuck you, I'll release my own statements and, uh, and get, get ahead of the story that's coming. That also led me to believe that he didn't know about Tucker Carlson either. <clears throat> uh, you mean Chris Licht? Uh, yes. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Who knows? Yeah. Just simply from the timing <laughs> of this and the, the statement and releases and everything else. I, just, I don't believe anything any of these people say, to be honest. Well, I can tell you, I, the Don Lemon one, is, is probably true. After 17 years, no, you're not going to fire somebody through their agent. Like, you'll call them into the office. You're probably already going in anyways. So you got to clean I mean, out your office and everything else. I wouldn't. I would, I would have his stuff sent. I wouldn't let him back in the building. He's a fucking weirdo drama queen. I would have his... Like, I, I did this for a living for a long time. Whenever uh, Gap Inc. or Wells Fargo or Levi's or, or any of these companies or clients of, of other companies needed a high profile or a high risk person fired i would uh, reach out to them as the security guy right as the mm-hmm. crisis management person be like hey uh just to let you know you've been terminated your severance package will be emailed to you all those details and all your personal effects will be mailed to you through mail and you're not to set foot in the building again you're i'm, I'm giving you an official notice not to do that if you show up you're trespassing right right that's what i would have done to him because he doesn't deserve anybody's fucking good graces this guy's a piece of shit i look i agree um but they would probably give him respect after 17 years now this is just a simple contract swap out there's no mystery behind this one at all i told you guys this a couple months ago on the show that's quietly behind the scenes they were trying to put charles barkley and gail king together and everybody was like are you fucking retarded and i was like no man that's what i'm hearing it's dumb and, and i we talked about it on the show i said i don't think charles will do this one he doesn't do mornings at all guy parties all night mm-hmm. and it's great that's why we love charles barkley um two i would have a hard time believing that he would do a daily show on top of uh inside the nba which is already two nights a week and everything else they figured it out um so over the weekend gail king on cbs and charles barkley on inside the nba uh, both announced on each of their respective uh, networks there that they were going to have this joint show called King Charles. Um, I was unaware that Gail's last name was King. Okay, uh, We found out now, and that's why it's called King Charles. I thought they were making it all about Charles. They are not. Uh, in order to free up that salary cap, uh, they had to get rid of Don Lemon here. That was a simple swap out as far as contracts go. Because you and I were chatting about this over the weekend after I texted you the story once it became official. It was probably about 8 to $10 million there. That's probably what Lemon was getting. 
you certainly yeah, couldn't yeah. afford both there. Um, and this is not going to be a morning show. This is a once-a-week show on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock. That fits into Charles' schedule so he can do Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, at TNT. It is also in the same building down in Atlanta for CNN. So that's an easy switch. He will already be there anyways. He's adding an extra day and picking up an extra $10 million a year. I understand that. But then Don Lemon had to go from that. Plus, Charles Barkley will get a raise if he says that Nikki Haley's not hot enough to be president. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's... Um... I don't know how long it's going to last, but it'll, I'll, I'll watch the first couple Same. to see. Um, Same. <clears throat> Charles isn't known for uh, censoring himself. Mm-hmm. He's known for saying whatever the fuck he wants all the time. I expect he's going to do the same here. Maybe that's what they're looking for. Is, is uh, somebody who has um, the right demographic to say fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to swing back towards the middle a little bit and towards common sense, he's a very common sense kind of guy. Yes. But, you know, if you put, like, Larry Bird's not getting that job. No. Because he's a white dude from Indiana. So it's, it's, it's smart from Chris Licht. I mean, you still, there's still a number of people that they got to get out of CNN. And um, they will. Uh, look, they'll start slowly cleaning house here. The bigger overall problem with this, uh, one, I don't think the show is going to do very well. I- I'm with you. I'll watch the first couple because I like Charles Barkley. Um, and I'll see what the format is like and everything else, but I, I don't typically have a desire to watch programming like mm-hmm. that, uh, especially in the evening. But um, I think that will go away after a year. They'll probably give that a year as well. I think the bigger story is this media combustion and cable news as a whole is cratering. Uh, it, it is, yeah, but we see this shit happen all the time, right? So cable television starts to tank. Mm-hmm. streaming takes it over, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, cable networks start to come together and buy stream. Like, Hulu is owned by fucking Fox, which it, is owned by Disney. Right? Which is owned by Disney. And Disney last week said, we are open to selling Hulu. Yeah, We want to get rid of Hulu. Yeah. They're looking to get rid of ESPN. But, but, what they, but what they did was they bought that company for long enough to steal their subscribers and steal their tech. And then they're going to fucking throw it away and keep the good parts. Right. And mm-hmm. that the same thing will happen here. There's going to be a big push over the next five to 10 years and in independent journalist content. And then over sometime two or three years from now, big media conglomerates are going to start buying it up or licensing it or something. I promise you that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm looking back at all of this and I believe, I believe this wholeheartedly. I think Netflix and streaming killed everything. Um, I, I believe that they destroyed everything they had, all the good times, all the money, all that shit. They absolutely killed it. And everybody saw the success of Netflix with their stock um, and their subscribers and all that stuff, and they thought that they could do the same thing. The problem is you have to pay for all of this original content, and you have to own all this original content. So the smart thing to do <clears throat> if would be like let's say you're a rumble um is to figure out a way to license this content that yes. you're creating so make that part of your fucking uh the the contracts you have with what they're calling uh rumble exclusive i think is the name of the program so they have bongino and russell steven, brand steven crowder russell brand don jr his wife kimberly gilfoyle uh ruben greenwald and a bunch of other content creators 
um, there'll, there'll be this period of, uh, where nobody in cable news, nobody in cable news wants to pay for anything, right? They'll start this austerity situation and then, uh, it won't work Mm -hmm. and they will have to go spend money to make money. And that's like the, the independent content creator, be, be really careful what kind of contracts you sign over the next couple of years and what it allows the uh, uh, producer or, or, or whatever the fuck the distributor to do with your content. Yes. So I would be very careful about that in the next couple of weeks or next couple of months. Uh, and for the next few years here. So, I mean, going back to this combustion, I, I, I want to talk about the Netflix thing. All right. So they were 6 billion in debt. It ended up being seven after a while. Everybody's, followed that model and thought they could get in and be the next Netflix and have their stocks go through the roof. And it was all happy times. Well, eventually somebody's going to come knocking at the door and saying, Hey man, you, you owe us some money here. And how do we make this back? Netflix topped out at subscribers. Uh, their last quarterly report, they gained a hundred thousand uh, in the United States of America. That's not good enough. Uh, you're going to have to cut the fat there and start heading toward reality program reality programming less scripted everything else disney is doing the same they're getting rid of 5.5 billion of their budget that is going to cut scripting uh this week i'm telling you you're going to see 10,000 jobs wiped out at disney uh espn is going to lose half their fucking anchors they've offered them a pay cut of 50 percent right now some of them are still talking about what they're going to do and where they're going to go from this because you can't necessarily jump into a podcast if you're not a huge name and have a social media following and all that stuff Uh, That's going to be the next bloodbath that happens. But you take me on a Saturday night. Um, I watch the fights on DAZN, which I don't even know what the fuck that is, or nor do I care about it. Um, I watched UFC on ESPN Plus app. And then I watched the Lakers game on YouTube TV. Trying to flip back and forth between all of these apps was a fucking nightmare. I hate it. I want to go back to cable. And people are tired of these micro fucking transactions where you're paying more than your cable bill for all this fucking bullshit and now your favorite people aren't here anymore so why am i going to pay for this uh a week ago week and a half ago it was hbo hbo came out had a fucking steve jobs meeting with everybody and said hey guys we're now called the max it's hbo discovery plus cinemax and something else combined and they're only carrying a handful of shows that were hits from HBO over there, and they're bleeding out that with Discovery+. Plus. My wife loves Discovery+. Plus. That's a whole different set of formats and everything else. It's too jumbled. The home screens are too jumbled for all of this shit. Uh, Disney is cutting back on original programming as well. Peacock, which we'll get to in a second here at NBC, they're bleeding cash trying to get people to go to this Peacock thing. That's not going to happen either. I think... Ten years from now, there will be a documentary about how Netflix killed cable television and killed all these networks and everything else. And uh, we're going to look back at it and be like, holy shit, cable TV really was the golden era of television. Well, maybe. I mean, it should be a meritocracy, right? What do you mean? I mean, you have to have a delivery mechanism and also content that warrants people to pay for it. That was the problem with cable all those years. They did what Biden is trying to do with home loans right now, which is bundle a bunch of bullshit in with good stuff and hope for the best, mm-hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> for example... Uh, Manfred said that from the MLB, by the way. Major League Baseball. 
Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't you <laughs> remember? Very, very rarely do we agree. Going yeah, through yeah. the guide channel for hours on end and how terrible that was in our cable boxes. The what? The guide channel. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. it was miserable, and you would just skip and just go and go, and you just oh no, that's already halfway through. I don't want to watch that now. It's not Netflix's fault that the people who owned this content and didn't realize streaming was a thing uh, gave them these multi-year licenses for prices that they thought were good money. They realized streaming was a thing and it was killing their bottom line. Then they wanted to jack the prices up on that original content vis-a-vis the office friends or whatever people were actually watching this like premium tier content and then now we're just like in like a we're like each little kid wants to take a piece of the pie and run home by himself and it was good when it was all together but they want to be the one on top and they want to be the special one so they won't release it to anyone unless it's for a boatload of cash so then you play the risk of do i pay this an absorbent amount of ransom fee to license this content to make sure do i keep my subscribers or do i let us bleed a little bit or do i invest in my own content and yeah it's just a giant pissing cottage it's not necessarily netflix's fault look look the networks did this to themselves they all saw the success of Netflix and wanted to become the next Netflix because they all thought that they could have original content and everything else. The original model of Hollywood, uh, and this is the reason why television was invented in the first place, was advertising. Mm-hmm. The model they had was you had a pilot season, you had 10 to 12 episodes. If those didn't do well, boom, you're done. And then the next pilot season happens. You, you get a Seinfeld, you get an office occasionally and all that stuff. And then you could sell the syndication rights to cable and everything else. Now you have to buy 15 different fucking apps to try to find all your favorite shit. I can't even tell you where it's at. And then the people in charge don't know what the rest of America wants as far as original content goes. I'm convinced, same with SNL and everybody else, that they lucked into some of these hit shows by accident. Um, Because typically that shit would never fly in the past. uh, And they're all paying the price for it now. I just, I don't know where any of this is going except for down the toilet. I mean, Disney's the only one that has done any of this in a way that makes sense, to be honest, because they did what I would have done, which is um, buy up different platforms, collect data and see what works, and then start to jettison the ones that don't while either copycatting content that draws those audiences or whatever. But it's like demographic and psychographic data they got from purchasing ESPN from purchasing ABC, from purchasing Hulu, is invaluable. I don't think Disney's going to have a problem. They may experience some period of layoffs and austerity for a while, mm-hmm. but they're, that is the company that's going to come back stronger than anybody else. And I think that's why Bob Iger went back to oh, Disney, because yeah. he yeah. was retired. But I think he needs to get rid of Hulu. Mm. He's got to get rid of well, e- they got, it's figure not out they, ESPN. It's not that they need to get rid of Hulu. It's that they've gotten from Hulu what they need at this point. Now, right. But And frankly, Disney would be smart to jettison Hulu, to jettison ESPN, and to buy HBO. That would be their fucking, that would be the smartest thing they could do right now. Because HBO is the only other company other than Disney Plus that's really churning out fucking independent content. But HBO was already bought by Discovery. So they mm-hmm. would have to buy Discovery, HBO, and Cinemax now combined, and that price tag is going to be very high. They could, they could afford that. The problem is, uh, would the U.S. government allow that, right? For, just for obvious reasons. You right. Know what I mean, I mean that, that would be a de facto monopoly on communication oh, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Because they own a broadcast network. They own all the fucking premium networks except for Showtime at that mm-hmm. point, right? I don't, I don't know that the U.S. government would allow that, but if Disney's smart, and Bob Iger is one of the best businessmen in the history of this country. Uh, He's one of the best CEOs in the history of Hollywood. Studio-wise. Uh, yeah, but like of any business. Yes. Any kind of business. He's one of the best. And I think... Um, that that's the move that I would make. I would buy, even if you, I, I don't know. I don't think Discovery would sell 
HBO independently. That would be a huge mistake for them. Well, they just purchased it maybe six months ago, yeah. so it's not but, going anywhere. But Disney can afford to buy Discovery. They could, yeah. I mean, that, if that you want to, that would be the move. And if you want to see how the numbers do for a year, streaming mm-hmm. numbers and subscriptions and all that stuff, that's fine. Uh, the other thing with Disney is they're chasing this live sports. Live sports is still doing extremely well. Uh, matter of fact, football in particular. But is, Apple, you so even Disney can't compete with Apple. Oh yeah, financially speaking. Yes, like if Apple or, and or Amazon, either one of those two companies or in a partnership, decided they wanted to go fucking buy every sport that exists, they could do that without it fucking affecting their bottom line, to be honest. Yeah. And that would be, that would be interesting. I, but it, again, it's antitrust stuff, right? Like, I don't know if the U.S. government's going to allow that stuff to happen. We'll see. Um, one interesting pick that popped up over the weekend, uh, I follow Pat McAfee, obviously, and, uh, and we've talked about him on the show here. Uh, he did a kind of a photo dump of like his last week. Mm-hmm. There was one interesting picture in there with him and Bob Iger, which that is, I, I realize Pat McAfee is a, is a superstar, but like, dude, that's one that you don't, you don't get a meeting with Bob Iger very often. No. I mean, nobody does, <clears throat> uh, which leads me to believe that uh, with live, there it is right there with live broadcasting uh, sports in particular doing extremely well. It would not surprise me if he picked off McAfee all the way around, got him off of YouTube, uh, said, hey, you're doing College Game Day. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're doing ESPN Radio. So that show, that three-hour show is now going to be on ESPN Radio, uh, leading up everything, and then we'll stick you every place we could because every, every place you're going, the ratings are going up. Well, smart businessmen always do the same thing during periods of austerity, whether it's the broader economy or in their industry. They invest in recession-proof shit. Mm -hmm. So sports gambling and sports watching is recession-proof. Yes. And you're going to see more people investing in that as well they should, even if you're losing money. So what what happened during the Depression, right, and Prohibition? Gangs, gang violence, like moving booze and drugs and and hookers and gambling. That that was the move, right? That was a smart move to make. Uh, It's a smart move to make now as well. Booze and gambling, uh, you can't monetize hookers that well at, at at scale, I wish unfortunately, we could. But, I wish we uh, could. Booze and gambling are going to be massive industries over the next ten years. That they might be the two biggest industries outside of tech over the next ten years. Yeah. So all of this is uh, extremely interesting, and uh, we'll see how this shakes out over the days. Because you know, look, obviously this is happening live as Mark, we're on uh, air today. Mark Gira in the chat here says the best part was no commercials. Somehow commercials are coming back as well. That's actually by popular demand. People want commercials in their content. Really? There's something weird. I saw uh, two different studies I've read over the past week about people. Maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it is, you know how when you're reading a book, you finish a chapter and you feel a sense of relief, you put it down for a second, then pick it back up and start reading again. There's something about that break that people yearn for. And commercials are the best way to fucking do that. Interesting. Because that's the only thing that's going to save these streaming apps is if they actually put commercials in there. Mm. Because you've got to monetize the advertising because the subscribers aren't going to be high enough to pay for the original content. And why would you be upset about that? Like every now and again, somebody will complain about us having ads or too many ads inserted in our ship. Like, oh, sorry, we're not working for free. Yeah, I mean, it's a massive operation. We got to keep the lights on. Do you want more and better quality content? then we need to uh, sell some breaks in our show to make that happen. And it's no different for Netflix or Hulu or anybody else. Right. Disney, it doesn't matter who it is. Because you can't afford it. Uh, HBO is doing it internally, right? Which is really smart. If you have the capability to do that, 
uh, and we'll get there with with RAF as we get bigger. We'll probably buy out all of our own ads, to be honest, because yeah. for multiple reasons. One, it's our fucking content. Two, mm-hmm. it's a write-off, and we're getting paid at mm-hmm. the same time, right? So it makes sense, and HBO is doing the best at that. They only advertise shows on their own network right now, yeah. which is, they have great shows. Mm-hmm. Succession's huge again, of course it is. Even though it's been it's a kind banger. of a wild ass season, I it's didn't, a I haven't banger watched, this year. I haven't watched last night's yet. I will. I'll watch it later. But uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Last night's was fucking intense. Uh, yeah, but all as all this goes, I, I think yeah, there will be commercials inserted. Uh, you're gonna pull towards the system. YouTube TV is doing well because it's like old school cable. Plus, uh, they have the entire NFL package, which is for mm-hmm. sale as well. Um, uh, you have to get, you got to buy it before June. I did it over the weekend. Um, but, uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg, what you're seeing here with Tucker and Don Lemon. Um, and more and more of these bigger guys will start going independent like this and monetizing their own audience and they'll make triple what they were making on Fox or anything else. Yeah, I don't this, see how Fox survives after this. I talked about this about a month ago about how this whole process works. So you're in an industry and you take what is a commodity and infotainment news is a commodity at this point. Mm -hmm. Like most people watch something or not most people necessarily, but a plurality of people watch something, whether it's CNN or even broadcast news, or they're just looking at people's short videos on YouTube or some shit, right? Everybody's watching something. So what you do is you carve out a niche for yourself and you grab that audience and peel it off of whatever the bigger conglomerate was you play it for two or three years and you sell that audience back to the conglomerate. That's what's going to happen here too. Mm-hmm. These, these news companies aren't going away. They're just going to suffer some austerity for a couple of years and the smart ones are going to be able to buy their shit back. Is there any part of you that thinks, you know, look, the media, it's no secret, is owned by, by the left at this point. Um, is there any part of you that thinks, as Fox is falling, Rupert Murdoch is, I mean, it, that, it's, it's literally a succession if you watch that TV show. Mm-hmm. What's he in his fucking 80s now? He's going to die at any moment. I think he's 92. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's going to die at any moment. Uh, there's three kids that are fighting for it. I think it's two boys and a girl. And if memory serves me correct, as of like maybe two or three weeks ago, I think they gave it to the girl. Uh, the Elizabeth da- Murdoch? Yes, the daughter and the family. And She goes by Shiv, I think. <laughs> um, with this... I think Fox itself, when he dies, I think the left will say, I'm not going to buy this. It's going to take a left company to buy it. Who else is on the right that could afford Fox Um, and keep this afloat? Probably, um, what's that fucker's name? The the, um, hotel guy from Vegas. Steve Wynn? No. Edelman? Sheldon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, him and his family would be the smart choice on that. But it, they would, I think what they would use, if, if I'm them, well, it depends on what Fox is at that point. If it's uh, all, Adelson. if it's all geriatrics, if it's all people 65 or older, mm-hmm. um, do you buy it? It's not your demo. Because, like, when you buy, for those of you that haven't been through the process of starting and selling a company, typically what happens is, you sell your company for some multiple, whether it's a multiple of EBITDA, which is uh, uh, just revenue after tax and all that bullshit, or, or a multiple of your top-line revenue. And it's typically... 10x? Some, well, it depends. It's somewhere between 3 and 12x, depending on yeah. what your industry is. Now, in booze, it's 10.5x, which is really nice for us. In media, if you own the tech, it's, it, it approaches 10x, but usually it's around 6 for that. And for a 
typical CPG consumer package good, uh, it's five and a half to six and a half, right? But that presumption is that you're paying multiples on the revenue because you're expecting to hold that asset for some time and recoup that revenue and then sell it a second time for even more revenue or for more for, for, a, for a profit. <clears throat> if your client base, which are you know elderly people, nobody's giving you a 10x for that. Mm-hmm. That would be stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, not like so they spend a lot of money, but on stupid shit too. So if you're planning on starting a snake oil company, that's kind of the one to go to, so you can sell reverse mortgages and fucking diet or not diet pills, but supplements that don't work and stupid shit like that. Uh, but it's uh, I can't, I, I don't see how you get the return back in that investment. Me neither. And I, I don't see a left company that would in Hollywood that would want to buy this and say, let's keep yeah. conservative news alive. And they're, they're cru- I mean, like even, I don't, I don't know how this is going to affect Fox with Tucker and Bongino being out. I'm sure there's going to be some effect, but they're making like a lot of money. They are. They're, they're making what? Four, $14 billion a quarter. I think is what we, we said. Yeah. I, but for me personally, after this news today, I feel, and we'll find out what the ratings are next week um, or in a couple weeks here. I feel this is a Bud Light sitch for Fox, and firing Tucker is going to drive all your fucking viewership out of there, and I think they're all done with it. There was already whispers over the last year that they were you know, going more rhino-type shit, mm. and uh, I think this was the final push for their hardcore viewers. And I think they're out of here, and I think this is the biggest mistake since Bud Lights in the last fucking you know, few weeks here by getting rid of your most popular fucking person on the network. I mean, this is pure insanity. Yeah, to it's me. crazy. Uh, it's $4.5 billion a quarter, so like I think $14 billion a year. That's, that's Fox's annual revenue. Jesus so he's, I think, you should expect at least 80 to $90 billion uh, for a sale for the, the company. Their valuation, I just Googled it, so take it for what it's worth, is uh, $22 billion change. $22 billion for yeah. Fox News? Yeah. 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 So you would, th- you would get uh, a pretty good multiple on that. I mean, even you'd probably get $100 million out of that sale even right now, to be yeah. honest. If that number stays consistent after this whole shakeup. Yeah, that's we'll pretty, see. That's pretty good. Uh, next up, NBC CEO uh, fired as well over the weekend. Jeff Schell is stepping down as the CEO of NBC Universal following a misconduct investigation, uh, which found that he had an inappropriate relationship with a woman in the company. What Huge does that shock. mean? Inappropriate. Huge shock. Does that mean that it was non-consensual, and if so, is he getting charged with a crime, or is it two adults fucking? Because if it was the latter, I don't give a shit. Yeah, Does it yeah. affect his ability to do his job? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, what, what the fuck, man? He's he, been married um, for a very long time. This did they relationship call his wife? Has did been they call going his wife? On. Hey, you know about this fucking or not? I think something to that effect happened. And uh, I think probably homegirl. So I, what I heard um, was uh, they'd been together for close to 10 to 12 years. The relationship was off. She probably went in and... Uh, uh, chatted with the, the team of officials there and said, hey, uh, I'm going to file a suit and pony up here, and uh, what do you want to do? And uh, I think Homeboy had no choice but to step down. His official statement, though, was, today is my last day as CEO of NBC Universal. I had an inappropriate relationship with a woman in the company, which I deeply regret because I'm married. Uh, he didn't say that part. Uh, I'm truly sorry I let my Comcast and NBC Universal colleagues down. 
Uh, you see the theme there. There's 90 different companies now attached to NBC. Uh, they are the most talented people in the business. Same statement that uh, <laughs> fucking Don Lemon made. And the opportunity to work with them over the last 19 years has been a privilege. A successor to Shell has not been named. Shell's senior team will now report uh, directly to Mike Cavanaugh, president of Comcast Corporation, uh, Cavanaugh, and uh, the Comcast CEO, Brian L. Roberts, announced the change in a statement. A close source of the situation said Comcast is in no rush to find a successor to Shell nor is the company likely to uh, appoint an interim CEO. Um, Look, all of this will go back to something I said earlier, too, with uh, the writer's strike as well on May 1st. I think this was all a conspiracy that they want the writer's strike to happen. They want all these companies to fail. They want to get rid of scripted. They want to cut their bottom line. They want to get rid of streaming. This This is in the same category to me where, yes, of course they're not in a rush. All of this is going to come collapsing down. Why would you hire another fucking CEO with a huge salary to come in and do the same shit, which is just waste money, uh, and then you're going to have an HR issue on your hand as well? All of these fold in together, and this is a mass combustion of media and networks combined. And well, I, you know what? You're ha- fucked. If, if that's true, you know what will happen because uh, it happened in the finance sector as well. Is that? Um, shareholders will get fucked mm-hmm. and top level shareholders will get golden parachutes that's what will happen so if you're right that's you should see that happen over the next couple of years yes uh now i want to uh, point out something really important here. how hot she is she he this is literally <laughs> literally the plot of a season of 30 rock sure is he was banging an M- a cnbc anchor yeah there she this is. is avery jessup sure and jack donaghy just got ousted from nbc yep Kids, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 50% off right now. Half off the bundle package. That's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. Uh, That's an amazing deal. The highest uh, savings in the history of their company. I own it. Um, So I'm kind of pissed off they're, they're doing it now. All right. I didn't have 50% off back in the day. And yes, we have to use our own promo codes. We don't give free products. It'd be nice. Ghost bed. You want to send me eight to 10 more pillows because I love them. Uh, that'd be great. The most popular version of that is the Split King. Uh, that is where the mattresses are split in half. You get two remote controls instead of one, and you control your own destiny at night. So if you want to go up or down or all the way around, uh, just click the button and you're all good there. Uh, if you if you just want the regular one, they still have that. So they didn't get rid of it. Just because one's more popular than the other, they're still keeping them there. So you're good to go there. And if you already have an adjustable base and you just want a mattress, well, then type in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkouts when you order a mattress. You're going to get 40% off everything in the entire store. Or if you just want the adjustable base by itself, 40% off. Promo code Drinking Bros. The sheets are amazing. The covers are amazing. And uh, when you buy a mattress right now, you're getting two free luxury pillows with that. I love the fucking pillows. You know, I've said this for years on the show how much I love those goddamn things. It is true. Uh, so now is the time to take advantage of these savings. They've never had 50% off, uh, they've had 40% off a bundle package before, but never the rest of their products. So do it. And when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program, no interest, uh, pay-as-you-go program, no interest, as long as you have decent credit over there. 
And if you check that box, let's say you got 50 pairs of sheets or 10 mattresses or whatever it is, they're forced to give it to you. No matter how much stuff you uh, stack up in the cart there, they've got to give you these savings. And uh, it's great, man, if you have an Airbnb or something like that, or, uh, you know, you just want it for yourself and you got, you know, five or six bedrooms in there, load up. They're forced to give you the deal there. Uh, and you can walk out of there with a brand new bedroom set for about 20, 25 bucks a month. Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Uh, next up, we got Ketone IQ. Uh, they've got an exciting news. They've got exciting news over there that in addition to uh, the Earth Bar, which is currently in select Equinox gyms, uh, Ketone IQ can now be found in all your local Sprouts stores nationwide. Uh, congratulations, guys. That's a huge deal. And, uh, you know, having an RTD company, it's, it's tough, man. So congratulations. That is a monster deal. So they're in every single Sprouts store in America, Ketone IQ. You see it on the desk. We drink this shit every day. Matter of fact, the fucking box is empty. I took a shot before this show. Uh, huge fan of these guys. Uh, it's at hvmn.com slash drinking bros. 20% off with the promo code drinking bros at hvmn.com slash drinking bros. Uh, what is ketone IQ? You ask it's brain fuel. It's clean energy boost without uh, sugar or caffeine. When is it used? Just take a shot whenever you need to re-energize. I take one before every single one of these shows. Uh, I love it. Daddy keeps that high energy up with, uh, with Ketone IQ. Brand name is HVMN, which stands for Health Via Modern Nutrition. Uh, they are not a keto product, even though they're called Ketone IQ. Uh, 60% of the Tour de France uses Ketone IQ. None of those fuckers are keto. Uh, you can find Ketone IQ in all of your local sprouts, or you can order it online now at hvmn.com, promo code DRINKINGBROS, or hvmn.com slash DRINKINGBROS, hvmn.com, promo code DRINKINGBROS. Get yourself a shot of brain fuel. Uh, big fan of their products. Uh, next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. 8% going straight to the dome. Tampa Bay Rays attendance has been through the roof. I Yes, it's because of us. Um, and yes, they have the best record in Major League Baseball. Uh, they've also hit a home run, Bob, in every single game to start the season, which is also a record. They're setting records left and right down there in Tampa. And uh, damn it, man, all the games were almost sold out over the weekend. Uh, this is rare. Unless you want to get fucked up off an 8% seltzer. Head on into the ballpark there. Uh, you can get super cheap tickets from uh, drinkingbros.com and get f- fucked up off the seltzers. We have the Tampa Bay Rowdies. We have the Tampa Bay Rays. We've got the Miami Marlins down there. Marlins are uh, back above 500 as well. Let's fucking go, dude. If you're in the Florida area and just looking to pop into a cheap game, uh, take the kids and uh, have a couple adult beverages for yourself, do it. Uh, We are also in every single Total Wines in the state of Tennessee and Florida. If it is sold out at your location, just tell the cashier or the manager to stock them on up for you. If you got a porty going on, and they'll do it. Uh, We're in over 200 stores now in Tennessee and Florida. Uh, Go to hardafseltzer.com, hit the store locator, pop in your zip code uh, or city, and then Google Maps to take you right there, and you can buy whatever you want. 
Uh, but yeah, dude, we're at University Liquors in Knoxville, Beard and Beer Market over there in Knoxville. The Smoky Mountain Axe House has got it. Universal in Florida's got it there. Charles Zeller's joint, the hotels down there. La Ventana's got it. Uh, tons of places, Jack Brown's Bar in Chattanooga, wherever you are, pop on in, uh, grab some 8%. Uh, God knows we can need it. We all need it right now for, for what uh, is, is happening right now in America. Treat yourself. If you don't live in one of those states or the surrounding states, uh, we ship right to your house. Go to hardafseltzer.com. We ship it by the case. Okay? You get a discount if you order two in shipping. Go to hardafseltzer.com today. Yeah, talking about Eufy.com. The Eufy video lock is unbelievable. Get it on Amazon. You can get it at Best Buy stores starting on May 20th. What is it? It's a smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security, so you can have everything you need in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys like my wife. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips head screwdriver, no drilling required. It's got a keyless entry. No more fumbling for the keys. When hands are full, never worry about kids losing keys or passing among the renters of your house. You got a rental property out there? This is a must-have. I love this product. Uh, Just got it a couple weeks ago. Huge fan. Have the ring camera. It's okay. It's not as great as this, so I swapped it out. Uh, Go to Eufy Video Lock today on YouTube. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit EUFYOfficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your front door and support the show. That is exactly what happens. Same with, uh, do you remember Reese Witherspoon when she was on the Good Morning America talking to those two people who were fucking on the set of that? And it, that was the plot line of, of her show on Apple. It's identical. Now, I don't blame him. If you show who this girl is one more time, Bob, I mean, shoot your shot if you can, I guess. It's not like uh, Mr. Shell was that great looking to begin with. So, sure. I don't know what his real life, uh, his real, uh, yeah, pop him up there. Come on. Oh, boy. Yeah. Does he cut his own hair? What the fuck's going on? I don't know. Man, the amount of people with the, uh, not Al Davis. What's Al Davis's kid's name? Mark. With a, Mark. The amount of people with a Mark Davis style haircut who are super wealthy is upsetting. It's, not, it's nuts. This no fuss haircut that you do on your own yeah. is nuts. We should me. start a charity for billionaires who don't know how to cut their own fucking hair. <laughs> like, I'll send, so I'll pay, my guy charges like fucking, it's like 60 bucks for a nice haircut. <laughs> and I'll pay for that for you, dude. So you don't look like that, for Christ's sake. Holy shit. I can't help you with the chin, though, unfortunately. No, um, that's missing. But whatever happened to the good old days where you could run through secretaries as fast as HR could hire them? What the fuck is going on in this country, Done. Dude? Done. I don't. I don't. I don't accept that. Uh, well, nobody else does either. And like, I, look, Hollywood is just imploding on itself for all this shit. Uh, and yeah, dude. I no, they're not in a rush to hire anybody. Of course not. That's that's money on their bottom line. They're in zero rush whatsoever, and they want this writer strike to go down so they can cut the rest of it. 
and everybody else is fucked. Um, that might be true, though. I mean, if you think about, um, so C-level people and anybody that owns, these are publicly traded companies, so anybody that owns, I think, 5% or more of the, of the available stock has to file a trade six weeks in advance or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't remember. We, we, we had this, I was trying, trying to talk to uh, somebody in the, in the audience about it not too long ago, but uh, not to out anybody, but <clears throat> remember when that whole, when that, uh, the other bank, not SBF, but the other bank failed, um, the tech bank. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, the Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley, Silicon Valley yeah. Yeah, SVB. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So everybody was like, Oh, they, Days before it failed, they fucking made trades. Like, well, yeah, those trades had to be registered quite a bit in advance, though. That's how I know that. Um, so it'll be telegraphed if it does happen. So if you pay attention to Disney stock and to MSNBC or NBC stock and things like that, you'll be able to see it coming. But it does kind of seem like they're setting it up intentionally to fail. And people that own large amounts of stock like that, are not, they're not failing. They're just getting money... Like this, the Google CEO got his paycheck the other day, mm-hmm. right, for 2022, and it was $238 million because of the stock that he received because it's his third year in the position. And they fired how many people last year? I mean, it was 22,000, yeah. I think. By yeah. the way, tanking the network, also a 30 Rock plot. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. But that was because he was trying to keep it out of Cable Town's hands, right? Or no, get it to Cable Town? I don't remember. There's something weird like that, yeah. yeah. But this is... <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly what you're seeing. I mean, we're, yeah. we're watching it unfold in real time. Well, here. how long is it going to be before one of these guys shoots somebody then if they're going full Alec Baldwin? Well, look, Alec got off. He's innocent now. So He's, well, charges were dropped over the weekend. Not the same thing. Uh, same with OJ. Um, <laughs> those are done over the weekend. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, Idiocracy probably got it right years in advance where this is where we're headed. Just reality TV shit. Ow, my balls. Yep. Yeah. This is this is where we're headed with Wait, all of this. Wasn't the didn't the sh- the movie that won all the Oscars? It was just called Ass. Yeah, it was just an it ass. Was just a, yeah. It was yeah. just an ass. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what we're watching though? Like clips, yes. Yes. fifteen second clips, TikTok, everything yeah. else. By the way, uh, I thought of a good idea for a uh, a series that we should do, and it's a detective called Ass Jackson. Okay. I don't know what the story is yet, but Great. the name made me laugh. But you saw, have Ass Jackson. So, somebody on Twitter had the username Ass Jackson. I'm like, I'm going to make this work. Okay. I'm going to figure out something for that. So, All right. Well, that's probably, a perfect segue into this next one. Yeah. Uh, it's Phil Jackson on this next one here. Well, his middle name's Ass. Is it? It's Phil Ass Jackson. Be great, dude, if yeah. it was. It'd be great if it was. Uh, Phil Jackson has had enough of the NBA. Legendary NBA coach Phil Jackson says he's grown disenchanted with the league's uh, foray into politics and no longer watches uh, games as a result. Uh, in a recent interview, which I was surprised to see him in an interview because he doesn't typically do it. I don't even know the name of this podcast. Tetragramination podcast? Tetragrammaton. The fuck is I, I don't know what it... Well, the Tetragrammaton in the in the... Um, Christian Bale movie. God, what the fuck is it called? Um, hang on. It's a it's a Greek or it's uh, from the Hebrew Bible. But uh, fuck, what is the name of that movie? You know that movie where he? It's like a post apocalyptic. Oh, we were just ripping on this movie on softcore last night. What's Equilibrium. It Equilibrium. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. And it's Sean Bean, Christian Bale, and then Tay Diggs, I believe, is the other main yes. character. Yes, um, Tay Diggs he, is fine as ever, but it yeah. just he couldn't hold the movie. The Tetragrammaton, and that was like the the thought police. Okay, basically, um, <clears throat> it's the name of God in the Hebrew Bible. One of the names of God. There's like 50 names, but 
Uh, I don't know what that podcast. I never heard of it either. I, I haven't either. Uh, but Rick Rubin was the host of it. Now Rick has his own show that I actually listen to. I don't know who that is. R- uh, Broken Record Pod. So I listen to that. Um, Rick, Rick Rubin, Rubin is the greatest music producer of all time. Mm. Um, Beastie Boys, fucking L.O. Cool oh, J, yeah, Jay Z, everybody. Loretta Lynn. He does country. He does rap, rock and roll, Foo Fight. You name it. He's he's done it. Um, and he's got a great podcast called Broken Record that I actually listen to. Uh, when I heard his voice in this, I was like, oh, that's weird. He's going on a music podcast. I, did, I, I didn't know his affiliation with this. Uh, but I did listen to this interview that popped up. And he said uh, during the COVID lockdown in 2020, when everybody had, you know, justice words on the back of their jerseys and all over the courts and all that other shit, uh, that's when he checked out of the NBA because he wanted the game to be about the game and the players themselves, not politics or anything else. This is everything we said uh, over the you know the two years when we were doing shows during COVID lockdowns mm-hmm. and all that other <clears throat> stuff, and uh, uh, I'm not surprised by this whatsoever. And it doesn't seem like he was long for this new NBA, anyways. Yeah. So he probably got out at the right time accidentally. Yeah. Popovich is balls deep in it, though. He's a total social justice. He's warrior, that's apparently. the only reason he's staying in the NBA, yeah. in my opinion, is so that he can go and make these pressers afterwards and push yeah. whatever political <clears throat> agenda he's on. Uh, is that a pick of uh, Rick Rubin there? Old school Rick Rubin? No, this is a video that went viral recently. Not this version of it, only has 491 views, but it was going viral on Twitter over the weekend of Rick Rubin. This is him and Jay Z talking about 99 problems. Yes. I have seen this actually. Go ahead and play it. Volume. Um, if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Bomb. Right into the first so I got the rap patrol. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's money. Back in the game, right? Yes, so. Yeah. Apparently so. <laughs> if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got... So he basically, he, uh, he told Jay-Z to go acapella to start. Yeah, so I, you can play the rest of oh, that okay. real quick. Go ahead. We're on Patreon, doesn't matter. Oh, sure. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want yeah. so, to make sure my cast is with that, this was part of a, a documentary that he did uh, for Jay-Z's The Black Album. I watched it years and years and years ago. It probably came out like 15 years ago. And the BC Boys had just stopped by randomly in the studio that day. And uh, Rick Rubin had asked them to stay and watch Jay-Z record. Because he doesn't write anything down. He came up with those gaps back and forth. And that's what Rick Rubin does is those little fucking adjustments in the middle that has made him the greatest producer for the last 30, 40 fucking years now at this point. He was doing it back in the dorm at uh, NYU back in the early, early 80s. And uh, that's what he's able to do with all of these artists, not just rap, uh, but country, rock, everything else. I think he did Nine Inch Nails. Is I mean, he, he really you- a producer, though? Yes, like, I mean, like, he's more of, like, a therapist. Well, that's what most of these artists are and want. And you ha- you kind of have to talk them down off the edge. After watching all these docs, because I've seen every single one of them music-wise at this point, that's essentially what you need. I mean, even that Amy Winehouse doc, which ended up winning the Oscar, was it was great. But, man, the producer forcing her into the studio over and over and over again with how fucked up she was and all that other stuff, just trying to get her to rec- record one album... <laughs> It's a babysitter, it's a therapist, it's all of these things. Uh, there should be two different jobs, the producer and the engineer, but it, but it's blurred now at this point. Um, but uh, I love Rick. I thought this interview was thoughtful. Uh, I enjoyed hearing Coach Jackson and why he's probably never coming back or doesn't watch the NBA anymore. And I mean, he else. was very specific. Yes. He was like, here's what he said. They had things on their back, <clears throat> like justice and funny things. Uh, a funny thing happened. Uh, like 
somebody would say justice went to the basket and equal opportunity knocked him down. Yeah. Uh, some of my grandkids thought it was pretty funny, uh, but I just couldn't watch it. They had uh, slogans on the floor on the baseline. It was catering. He meant pandering. Um, <clears throat> it was turning people off. People want to see sports is non-political. Remember, this is Michael Jordan's coach. Michael Jordan. Kobe's coach as well. Yeah, it's like. The greatest NBA coach of all time. Yeah, and he, he, he talked about Bill Bradley, who became a U.S. senator afterwards, so clearly involved in politics. Mm-hmm. But Bradley never talked about politics when he was playing because it's fucking your, like any other goddamn job that you have. Like if you're an accountant and you show up to work every day and try to convince everybody to be fucking Republican, they're going to fire your ass. Yeah. Shut the fuck up uh, and I, do your job, any, dude. Any job. And it's like, I don't know. He's, a, he's absolutely right, though. I think um, the audience that the NBA is reaching out to, people that care about these woke issues, they're not sports fans. Uh-huh. That's not the people that watch sports. And the people who, I don't know, I've heard some people say <clears throat> that the kind of people that have a distaste for this aren't watching the NBA anyways. Well, Phil Jackson was. I was. Yeah. You were. Mm-hmm. A, a, a lot of people I know that were NBA fans for a very long time got turned off by this bullshit. Now, I didn't really care. I think everybody's a piece of shit anyway, so I just kind of powered through. But I understand why people didn't want to fucking turn it on. Same, with, same with the NFL. Remember the NFL yeah. went through that. And I used, to, I used to enjoy watching. I think basketball post-game interviews are some of the most entertaining that exist. Because uh, most, uh, not most, every other, I think, yeah, every other interview that's post-game like that happens either on the field, on the sidelines of baseball or the sidelines of football or right in the tunnel for hockey. But NBA, uh, they do a quick one there, but then there's a fucking full sit-down press conference after every single game. Right. And you get good stuff out of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it became tedious. It's like LeBron's like, why, why aren't you guys, you guys are asking me about basketball. Why aren't you asking me about the fucking black kid that got shot down the street? Right. Like, what? You're yeah, a fucking yeah. basketball player, you idiot. Yeah. And That's it's, why. It's right after the game. I don't really give a yeah. fuck what you have to say about that. Uh, and to your points, even when I hang out with other parents, with my kids and functions and all that other stuff, I don't talk about politics at all um, because I know that it turns people off. Um, I do it on a show. I do it for a living and all that. It's fine. But at the end of the day, my kids are playing with other kids' friends and, and things like that. Yeah, I might not agree politically with their parents or whatever. But I'm not going to inject that into a conversation and turn off people just because I want to get my fucking point across and rail on something. Like, there's a time and a place to do it, and uh, it's at work, not at home. NBA, that is in entertainment. That has nothing to do with your social justice causes. I understand why you said this that. is just but- another. This is another point that quote unquote normies will be making a couple of weeks from now after reading this interview and getting passed through the press. It's like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea. And they'll pretend like they've always believed that. Or like it's new information. The same way they pretended uh, that uh, they knew or that, that we didn't know about all the COVID stuff or all mm-hmm. the vaccine and mask stuff and all the, and, the, and school closures. They're like, man, that was really bad, the school closures. We got to do something about that. Like, well, you did it. All right. Right? You were the one fucking telling everybody they were selfish for not doing it. You stupid bitch. Yeah. Don't, like, don't try to gaslight me now. <laughs> it would be one thing. If it was the 1950s, they'd get away with it. But now we've got the internet, and the, the internet's forever. I mean, the Wayback Machine is forever. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, uh, look, I'm, I'm sick of all of it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And um, 
Yeah, I, we'll talk about it uh, later on Drinking Bros Sports well, today too with uh, the other shit that's happening. Go ahead, one Bob. thing that's really one thing real quick that's really funny to me is like with in terms of like wokeness in the NBA. Like I don't know how much like a lot of people I see on Twitter, or Instagram, um, like like support like Black Lives Matter or, or whatever. But man, there's I can tell you this with NBA fans, if they do support that, there's no intersectionality because if you want just hours of entertainment, go read. Black dudes replies when someone says WNBA, WNBA players should be Just, should be paid the same, especially on Facebook where it's like a uh, Twitter Twitter as well, but especially on any ESPN or Sports Center if you follow those two channels on Facebook, anything they post about the WNBA, I promise you the comment section are fucking beautiful. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the only reason to ever go on Facebook. Is to read those comments section because it's like it's just the funny. Actually, let's pull one up. Let's pull one up and read some of the comments. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll try to find one real quick. While you're there doing hasn't well, been one in a while. While you're doing that, Bob, um, uh, this this media conversation we've been having is also bleeding into socials um, that are media as well because Facebook's going down to the toilets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter's not doing great. This blue check mark thing has been a goddamn disaster over the weekends. Um, I what, what what was the disaster though? It didn't affect me at all. Not you. Um, but as far as news outlets, celebrities, everything else, uh, with news popping up uh, left and right, take this CNN thing today. Mm-hmm. The CNN uh, comms team, that, they lost their checkmark. We all lost our checkmarks, right? So we all lost our blue checkmarks. I don't give a fuck about my checkmark. Um, but to go and find CNN's actual response to Don Lemon, without a checkmark or anything else, there's a gajillion things that were CNN handles that were all fake. To find out what the real one was, you had to go into the bio, figure out how many followers they had, everything yeah. else. Like, CNN has a checkmark. It's a yellow checkmark. But their comms team doesn't, and it's gone. And I don't really know why. Um, either they didn't want to pay for it or anything else, but to try to find that team, and they've got close to 250,000 followers there. To find that team today, I had to go through like – fucking 15 other fake CNN accounts to get to it. And uh, it's a fucking mess. It used to raise it to the top. So at least you could see news outlets like Mm -hmm. Fox or whatever and everything else. Uh, It doesn't do that anymore. And this could be a rumor, uh, but somebody sent me a screenshot that uh, they had eight total people sign up in America for check marks after they were all pulled after this. I don't know if that's true. I certainly didn't pay for mine um I'm, and i'm not going to that definitely is not true I, I who mean, else I, I know i mean I, I can just look at it. i know eight people personally that have paid for it famous people pay for what check marks <laughs> yeah uh, hey georgia I'm, I'm being serious are these famous people yeah, yes because the no. ones that are paying for blue check marks are people with like 150 subscribers and like Dude, I, what, I, what, I, what I have found, it's their uh, not company account, but it's usually their show account. It's for people with lots of shows. They're usually paying for their shows, like if uh, is what I have noticed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're and paying the, but, for but, Pro Tools at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, that's yeah. the point. You're paying for accelerated search is what yeah. you're paying for. Yeah. Um, but like like what Dan said, all news organizations should have a gray check mark and sh- or that's got government yellow check. No, gray is gray is government. Gray is government. They yellow should have a they should have a press. yellow check mark and they should still get promoted search if they have a yellow check mark. Right, but then you're gonna have to buy this. What about celebrities? No, you you don't. Like they they get it. It's yellow and it's free. The news the do, yeah, but celebrities don't. And celebrities then, don't although, get it. Although ah ah ah, unless Elon likes you, yeah, and then he will grant you a yeah. select. He'll pay for so it for you. Charlie yeah. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Actually, not. 
only people he likes, also people whose eye he's trying to put a thumb in, like Stephen King. He bought his as well. I loved that. Uh, and Stephen King was like, I don't even want this. He's LeBron, like, he bought LeBron's. Yeah. Yep. Stephen and, King, who else? Uh, it was, uh, it was Shatner. Yeah, William Shatner. Like, well, he's only going to have to pay decisions. for that one for a couple more months, probably. Right. Yeah. William Shatner's 94 years he's old. He's pretty old. I don't uh, understand why the comms team, like, why is there a separate Twitter for the comms team that's not for the organization? Like, why is there a Twitter for the organization that's not being used to get put information out for it? Who the fuck knows, dude? See, for, for me, that's like, why well, I don't understand why that comms team needs to even have an account. Well, see, he's got a thing for other organizations like uh, Twitter, for example. If you're a if you're a C level person or a public facing person at Twitter, you've got a Twitter logo now next to your check mark if you have one. I think he's that's probably something that's going to be in development. If you have a uh, an account that is only used for PR, for example, for something for a, for an agency or whatever for a news agency, you should mm-hmm. probably have the same check mark. I'm sure they're working through it. It's all this is new. Yeah, um, somebody else here in the chat is saying, just look at the last week. Yeah, BuzzFeed news gone, mm-hmm. Vice news almost gone. Uh, they're they're trying to sell right now. Uh, MSNBC CEO resigned, Don Lemon out, Bongino out, Carlson out. Uh, this is media in general. Uh, I mean, this is a fuck all here. But uh, with Twitter, I used to go to Twitter at least to find kind of the top things in the news now it's all jumbled in with everybody else and i'm seeing a bunch of blue check marks from people with 28 followers that aren't real and i don't know what's real and what's not anymore on twitter and to me i think that was a colossal mistake so are these are these when you say few followers are these impersonation accounts that have blue check marks no you could buy be, it so i like you know, I, I understand that like you I, can I, sign I, up I today just, get I, one follower and and get a blue check mark right but but i am still the verified person who has that check mark? Even though I have one follower as Joe Schmo, I am still the Joe Schmo. Do you fi- see any impersonating accounts, like a fake CNN account with like an Enya instead of an N being verified? Yes, um, but they have to put something. Uh, what's the phrase at the end of it? This is a fictitious account or something like that, or parody. a parody account. Parody. That's what so. it is. Yes, yeah, um, and that makes it hard as well. And uh, but as someone, you've yeah. You've, made a bunch of money on parody and fight for the right for parody of free speech. It's, you know, it's kind of hard to shut that down. Uh, well, look, I, it, it, like it, I am the South, Butt official Twitter account, you know, the North face parody. No, I don't. I, I don't know that one. Actually, uh, That was one that Bob's friend. He, t- he told that story. last Okay. Week. Okay. Uh, um, no, it, it's again, it's one of those things where I went to Twitter for news. I didn't really go for, I don't know, to follow fucking Seth Rogen or somebody like that. Like, um, it is, they've, it's the very fastest in news. And now the people that are, you know, breaking these stories sports wise and everything else, uh, another one happened over the weekend with Derek Henry going to the Eagles. It was from somebody's account that wasn't verified and everybody's trying to figure out who the fuck it was. Eagles fans were amped about it. I was amped about it. Uh, and then it's not true. Like I, you're going to, it just keeps muddying the waters to what you were used to for what, 15 years at this point. Um, I just all of media, I think, is just in trouble at this point. It's wild, man. It's wild. Uh, but yeah, I'm not paying for it. If he ends up paying for the rest of people and all that shit, great. Um, to me, our audience wasn't built on blue check marks or any of that shit. Like, Drinking Bros was never been verified. Yeah. Ever. Um, I, don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit either. I mean, if, if it were advantageous to use it for some business reason, but we don't. Hard really, AF? Yes. Absolutely. <clears throat> we don't really use Twitter to promote 
And, and it's frankly, I don't think Twitter is a very good avenue to promote the kind of stuff we do. Right. So right. Maybe if it becomes that as a publisher. Uh, did you find one of those posts, Bob? Yeah. Okay. What do we got here? Uh, man, let me just go through this. It's, this was uh, Kelsey Plum, who I think is a pretty big WNBA player, is uh, just talking about salaries you and stuff think? like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I've never heard of her. Man, where did it start? I went way down because I want to see if there's weirder shit. Um, so uh, this she's talking about how like percentage of revenue shared and stuff is a big deal too, and they don't get enough of that. Jose Perez, this dude Jose Perez goes, I've never in my life seen someone wear an NBA merch. She lying, laughing emoji. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's true. I've never seen somebody in public wearing a WNBA jersey ever or, or shirt or anything. No. Uh, but you, funny. another dude, Jerron Mosley, you don't make any revenue. Uh, Dagon Boone, uh, 10 years ago, we could have spoke truth and not offended anyone. LOL. <laughs> um, yeah, the truth is offensive. Um, let's see. I've never seen WNBA Jersey. I mean, it's literally just all these dudes like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy, Antoine Dunlap, I've never seen women walk around with WNBA jerseys on. Uh, which is to Bill Bur- to to Bill Burr's point, but like it's just dude after dude, black dude after black dude, uh, not just black dudes, but a ton of black dudes in here being like, dude, we no one watches your product. I think uh, <laughs> this that's a good experiment to try. It, show me one picture of someone in WNBA gear outside of a WNBA arena because I've never seen that no. not once, and we no. live. 90 minutes away from one of the teams, I think, right? Isn't there one in San Antonio? Yes. No, not anymore. Oh, they're gone? Oh, see, yeah. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> Me missed it. I believe there's Shit. one in Dallas. I'm not fuck? sure about Houston. Who the fuck knows? All right, I got something. Points. Yeah. We all hate watching five-on-five five women's volleyball, right? Uh, get we, in the camera, Georgia. We hate five-on-five five women's ba- volleyball, but we love two-on-two women's sand volleyball. No, no, no. I like it as long as the girls are hot. Okay. Both, both okay. forms well, of volleyball. The problem good. with five on five is that the camera angle is too wide to see their butts. Right? Yeah. Stay, is that it? Yeah. Stay with exactly me. exactly what it is. Outdoor bikini basketball. Uh, Maybe not even bikini, just outdoor basketball. Yeah, bikini. They already uh, do fucking bikini football. Nobody watches that. Yeah, it's yeah, LFL. But that's, that's, too, that's too much. It's, like it's too violent. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I need to see... They have to wear gear and stuff. It's covering up all their... Yeah, the bikini's unpractical at that um, one, but you can drain a three with like a bikini top and some short shorts. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm a yeah, piece I, of shit. I, I respect I'd watch that. I'd pro- but I'm not... It, yeah, it, it's... The, the women, the kind of women that play basketball... Some of them... Uh, that Miami aren't going to do that, and if up, they did, the I wouldn't want to watch it, to be honest, right? Like, if you just have amateur basketball tournaments where the requirement is the girl's hot, maybe... I feel like we'll get there though. No, we're no. never gonna get there. We're never gonna get there. Hold on, wait, wait, wait for wait for this. Because Everybody's losing their minds over these two twins from Miami, and they're fucking mid, dude. They're way more than mid. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. See, so see them in street them clothes. Oh, Let's this is the men's up. team. God damn. Come on, Bob. Yeah, of course it's the men's team. So one <laughs> actually, women's college basketball is pretty fucking good. Wait, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll get. I want to get there Ross's opinion on the the small screen if these girls are mid or not. Where is this, where are these chicks? I mean, what are their names, everywhere. dude? I don't know. They, they, Nobody they, knows they left the team. I don't know anymore. After this weekend, I got bombarded with fucking Taylor Swift is not hot on on uh, Facebook. So this is one. She's not. You know, it's it's kind of taken on a life of its own. I don't uh, I don't know if people actually believe that or if they're just fucking. I don't know. I, I I don't either. But like, I, there was after like the five hundredth comment, I couldn't. It's pretty funny. There they are. Uh, Here we go. Yeah. Oh um, God. Who said they were mid? Me. They, dude. 
surfboards. They got I'm nice a, butts, I'm, I guess. I mean, but this is, this it's just not the kind of girl I'm into. What So I mean, my God, man. I take what? it neither of you will invest in my wet pussy softball league. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's wet then pussy. Then I'm, I'm in. Wet yeah, pussy I'm in. Just based yeah, on the name. I don't, know, yeah. I don't know what it is. No, I'm good. I'll give you all my money. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah, here we no, go. They're, they're, they're cute. But it's like, uh, this is, this. it's like, I don't know if you guys have experienced anything like this before. It's like being wow. on a fucking deployment where sixes and sevens are all of a sudden the hottest thing anybody's ever seen in their lives. It's like, all right, dude. I get it, but calm the fuck down a little bit. You know what? That might make us all better people. We just no, it doesn't. Show the, seven a the bikini more. one, uh, Bob, the, the top top left. Let's see that yeah. one. This is, this is a, a picture that accentuates their only feature, which is their butt. And good for them, right? They got nice butts. You can't have it all, dude. No, certainly not. How are you going to have tits and have a jump shot? Exactly. Well, that's the problem. That's why I brought it up, right? Because even the hottest girls that you're going to see, that, that they are the hottest girls I've ever seen play basketball, frankly. So <laughs> even then, I, I'm not sure I would pay to watch them play in bikinis. Well, here's the thing. They're going to be retired in a couple of years anyways, yeah. and uh, then they can get a nice fake rig to go with this. And I, it, hope they're, they're, I hope the sky's the limit for these girls. Yeah, yeah, that's now you, you throw some bolt-ons on these two, then I'm in for sure. <laughs> I agree that the bikini can't be contrived, right? You can't be like, come on down to TD football. Yeah, like, it's yeah. got to be like a beach volleyball is like it makes sense why they're wearing it. Like, I'm just saying for the sake of the product. Fine. Sports right? bra, Bob. Fine. Sports bra, short shorts, Nikes. Yeah. But that, that's, again, to the, the point I'm making here is that these are probably the hottest girls playing basketball right now. And they don't really fit any of the mold that no, we were talking man, about. No, the point is this. I have yeah. an erection. No, that's not the point. And I, and by the way, if women, if this was the reason women watch sports or some segment of women started watching sports... Fuck yeah. That the, the dudes were hot. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just like, man, I want to fuck Tom Brady. One time I was watching they a do. tennis. They do. Like, that's, yeah, that's, and that's the great. Reason. Yeah. That's great. And I love that. I mean, they like the outfits. I don't know about if they're just trying to bang. I, well, I, I've heard a lot of women that like baseball say the reason they like baseball is because of the pants. Yeah. My, my wife was uh, struck by Max Freed during struck? the Struck? Yeah. Like, in her vagina? With v- his yeah, yeah. By yeah, lightning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right in her vagina. Yeah. Uh, again, am I, is my point off here? I'm not saying I was kidding that they're not hot. They're obviously hot, but these are the that is the hottest you're going to see playing basketball, and there's no fucking boobage, man. Right, right. So it's like that, Giorgio. Your premise is fundamentally flawed, unless it is kind of a joke league where you take like we, we let's have a draft. These two are not going to play in the WNBA. Probably. I'm listening. Lingerie let's, football. Let's have a draft. Yeah, LFL was pretty popular for a while. I don't know about now, but let's have a draft, and it's like part of your signing bonus is new titties. Okay. By the way, we have but some it's bra- a five-year contract. I mean, you we have some breaking sports love- news. What's what's that? Aaron Rodgers traded to the Jets. Finally. Wah, 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 wah. And we'll talk about that yeah. on uh, Drinking Bros uh, Sports Monday Morning Recap on YouTube here in a little bit. Finally. What do they get? What was the picks? I just saw the tweet. I haven't even looked yet. Okay. Um, they, well, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it over there. Uh, next up, no one wants you, Joe. President Joe Biden, uh, maybe 48 hours away from announcing his reelection bid. But nearly three out of four Americans are hoping he has a last-minute change of heart. Uh, According to a new poll out Sunday from NBC News, 70% of Americans do not want Biden to run for a second term, compared to only 26% that do. Among those who don't want the 80-year-old president to pursue a second term, 69, nailed it, percent cite age. As a reason why, with 48% calling it a major reason, 
yeah, no shit. Guy's 142 years old. Like, <clears throat> yeah. of course, let alone I mean, the country's going down. Even uh, goofball Chuck Todd, who I'm also suspicious, cuts his own haircut or cuts his own hair. Yeah. Um, did a whole segment on it this weekend with a word cloud. It was like the left hates Chuck Todd. Well, so he wasn't the only one. Uh, who was the other one? Um, let's see. The other one was Terry Moran from, uh, from ABC News. Okay. Said the same thing. No. But Chuck Todd had like a word cloud. It's like we polled 2,000 people and asked them, this is all Democrats, by the way, ask them why they, if they wanted Biden to run again or not, and if not, why? And it was just like age, old, pussy, and then a bunch of racial slurs. Sure. Uh, but it was mostly about his age. Yeah, I mean, look, the, and the country fucking sucks right now. Um, mm. My God, dude, just paying. I bought a bottle of NyQuil yesterday. It was $17 for a child's NyQuil. I'm like, fuck you guys, man. Um, with everything that's going on in Biden and all this other shit, the problem is who's up next, right? It's got to be Gavin Newsom, who's, in my opinion, a bigger piece of shit than Biden. Like, well, I, 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 I would never want Newsom in there. Having he's not going to run for president. He, he's going to run for uh, Feinstein's Senate seat. Maybe, Not and maybe. that's fine. He's running for it. Uh, I, well, I mean, that, that's fine. You can switch him over to that. Uh, and I, I, I've heard some rumblings behind the scene that he's mad that she's still in the position at all. What he wants is for her to retire right now and have a special election so he can have an off-season election without too much press. Or not, not without too much press, but okay. without too much scrutiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would make sense. He's pissed off that she's been shuttered indoors with shingles for the last, like, however many months. Um, shingles sucks, I've had it. No, it sucks, yeah. So does being 93 years old. I know. Just die. Dude. I know. I, Fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, now, Biden's, the, the 70% of Democrats who don't want him to run for uh, re-election is, <clears throat> that's bad enough. But when they put him... When they put him head to head with any generic Republican, he lost forty-seven to forty-one, and uh, but only thirty-eight percent had a positive view of him. Forty-eight percent negative view. That's really bad for an incumbent. Um, but I guess the good news is for Trump, it's thirty-four positive, fifty-three negative. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. But this is exactly the kind of numbers you see when you have a shitty incumbent. Yeah, which is a race against any generic candidate, they lose. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really spell doom for Trump, I wouldn't say, because we're still early and there's still a lot of stuff that Biden can fuck up between now and then, but it's, you have seen a lot more lefty-leaning people come out against Biden recently, which is interesting, because I don't know that they have somebody else to run that has, Gavin Newsom's the only one that has any kind of national attention. That's it. And so I was just going to ask you that. If Gavin Newsom takes that Senate seat, who's left? Who runs? Who runs on the left? If, Republicans have two guys right if now. If Newsom is smart, he would go nowhere near the presidential race in 24. That would be a huge mistake for him because there's no way he can fucking win. He would be a sacrificial lamb in that regard for them to get somebody else stacked in. And I don't think the greater Democratic Party would want that. I think they're saving him. I think they want him in the California Senate for one term. And then run in 28. That's what I would expect. So the Republicans have their side. Who's on the left? Who's, who's one candidate then? If he ends up taking the Senate seat. Man, I don't know. But Biden's filing tomorrow, I think, for re-election. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, he would be what eighty seven by the time the term 86, ended. Eighty six. Yeah. Eighty six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can he li- can he even live to eighty six? Uh, I mean, statistically, no. But jelly beans. No, that's just how they got him to talk. Yeah. yeah. But he was still alive. Todd Reagan, right? Yeah. You got a picture of Sleepy Chuck Todd there? <clears throat> Look at his hair. Yeah, it's a personal haircut. That's like, a, what the fuck, dude? Get a fucking haircut like an adult. I know. This is how you get rich, man. You don't, you don't spend needlessly on things. <laughs> All right? Yes. I don't think Chuck Todd is rich. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, honestly. He doesn't. I mean, from, like, I mean, neck up, this is a science teacher who was arrested for touching a student. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and neck down, uh, a network anchor that's been arrested for touching a student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure uh, has. Anyways. Uh, yeah, but with Biden here, uh, I think, yes, he will announce he's going to run. And, you know, uh, you can keep hiding this guy. I read a story uh, a couple days ago that he's given the, the least amount of press conferences of any president mm-hmm. um, in history at this you know, current time right now. And, yeah, you don't want him talking. Same with Fetterman and those guys. Like, you just got you have two dead people in there, and then you can kind of control it. Yeah. That Obama thing that you said uh, last week, um, that keeps creeping up more and more and more that uh, he's behind a lot of these decisions over there. And that, that wouldn't surprise me. Somebody has to be um, because this guy's fucking brain dead. And then if they run him again, I mean, I guess you would have a, just a body in there that you could control. So why not? I don't know what else the Democrats could possibly do other than Biden. Yeah, I mean, it was um, Ron Klain was the chief of staff until February of this year for Biden for the entirety of his presidency so far. Um, he was uh, he worked for Al Gore from ninety five to ninety nine, and then Biden from two thousand nine to eleven, and then for Obama from 14 to 15. So he's, that was just Obama's guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, or the, the DNC's guy, we might say that. He was running the show <clears throat> for a while. Now it's a guy called uh, Jeff Zentz. Zentz, I don't know how you say his stupid fucking name. Um, but he's another guy under Obama, National Economic Council guy for, for the majority of Obama's second term. Uh, he was uh, the fixer when the uh, Affordable Care Act website went down. So he's an Obama guy as well. So it's weird how Biden keeps getting chiefs of staff that are Obama people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just a lack of talent overall. But back to the original point, I, there's, I, do not, I don't know who from the left can run for president and win other than Biden. And I'm not sure he can win either. But I, I, Newsom is a very polarizing character with a very bad track record in politics. Like he's, su- he's won elections, but he sucks at doing his job. I don't know how he would win in like a state like Pennsylvania or, or he not, wouldn't win any Michigan, of the like, Rust Belt. States yeah, it was, yeah. 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 Uh, it would be a shit show. Um, and that'll lead us uh, into the next story with Susan Rice, uh, who is now gone from the Biden administration's domestic policy advisor. That's not surprising. Uh, why not? Cause that job is 18 to 24 months. And then you're out of there? Yeah, just like press secretary. You don't stay in that job for, for that long. Okay. Um, because it's uh, curious timing for me with everything else that's going on, and, uh, and now she's out of there at this point. Uh, and the timing being not 
with Tucker Carlson on this stuff is, is today, but uh, timing as far as uh, re-election. If you're going to announce that you know, you're up for re-election again and that you're going to run for president again, uh, why have your um, head of domestic policy um, step down two days before or well, know, 48 I mean, hours so before? Brooke Rollins was in the position for a little less than a year because she took over midterm uh, until the end of Trump's term, but Joe Grogan uh, with a G, two Gs, I guess. But, okay. Um, Joe Gro- Grogan? He was in the position for about a year and a half. Uh, the guy before him, Andrew Bremberg, was in the position for about a year and a half. Uh, it's just how it is. That, that's how that job is. I don't think anybody would want to do it for more than 18 months, to be honest. Uh, w- wouldn't you say, hey, could you wait a couple days while I make this announcement and then you can, well, you it can depends. step down? So, like, it gives him the opportunity to, during this transition period, lay off a lot of the failures on Susan Rice and then the next person comes in clean, right? Okay. That's, that's kind of where my brain goes there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it seemed odd today. Uh, next up, Pride event was canceled. Officials in Florida City have canceled a gay pride parade and restricted other pride events to people 21 years and older in anticipation of Governor Ron DeSantis signing a bill meant to keep children out of drag shows. Uh, the Pride Alliance of the Treasure Coast, that's a real thing? Okay. I mean, they should have uh, asked Chat GPT for a better name. I would have. I would have just thrown some other options out there. Uh, that is a that is a real region of Florida. Patsy, uh, but uh, it spells tre- Treasure Coast. Treasure Coast is P A T C is the name of the organization. Patsy. Okay, Patsy. That's great. Just like Lee Harvey Oswald yeah. was a fucking yeah. Patsy. Uh, so they posted on uh, Wednesday on Facebook that the decision to change Saturday's Pride Fest events uh, was made after multiple conversations with the uh, Port St. Lucie officials. The city located about 50 miles north of West Palm Beach. We hope that everyone understands that this is definitely not what we wanted at all and are working with the city to assure our safety uh, as well as produce a positive event. Okay. <clears throat> so this is a semi-rhetorical question um, for the audience, I guess. It's entirely rhetorical, but maybe ask any of your friends who you've been having debates with about this particular issue because some people feel like the gay community is being unfairly targeted and stuff but let me ask you that this is uh, this is a a serious question why would groups like this start canceling events simply because they have to legally exclude children from them yeah it's strange i mean if it's not about grooming children then why do you care if they aren't welcome or legally allowed most bars don't allow kids No. Right? No. And it's because they're not legally allowed to consume the product. Now, you don't see bars shutting down because children aren't invited. They continue to sell booze legally to the people who are legally allowed to drink it. Yeah. Right? So that's because the bars are not trying to groom children. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious what's going on there, isn't it? If you if I if you're trying to fucking have grown men in fucking lingerie give children lap dances or even be present while they're shaking their fucking ass and genitals around and getting dollars stuffed in their pants and stupid shit like that. And then somebody says, don't do that. You get one of two reactions. We're not doing that, which is patently false, and you can find dozens and dozens of examples. Here in Texas alone, actually. Oh, yeah, Dallas yeah, yeah. especially. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, what exactly am I to glean from the fact that once I tell you you can't do it around kids, you just shut it down altogether? 
I'm I'm willing to hear an explanation. Well, I can I can uh, tell you from a cigarette standpoint. It's the same thing with cigarettes. Um, remember that they were marketing to children and Joe Camel and all that mm-hmm. stuff was uh, trying to get you know kids into smoking at an early age. That way they could hook them in and keep selling cigarettes forever and everything else. Same thing. And they made them change the marketing and all that other shit. And then they put 90 different, you know, things all over the box and all that other shit. Yeah, but shit. you know what they didn't do? They didn't stop selling cigarettes. Nope. Sure Because the didn't. point wasn't just to groom children. The yeah. point was to sell cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this, this with, with everything else we've talked about with the trans shit and everything else, 18 and up, 21 and up, whatever you want, like, just make it an adult. Just keep the kids out of it. Nobody gives a shit uh, at that point. Why you want to make it a point for children, I have zero idea. Um, And I'm with you on that. And that'll segue into the next one. Uh, Huge shocker here. Bud Light, vice president of marketing, uh, was fired. I know it says on leave, but uh, Bud Light walked that back on Saturday. The marketing executive who oversaw a partnership between Bud Light uh, and a transgender influencer is taking a leave of absence uh, so, so they say now after she was fired on Friday and now Saturday, they said she was taking a leave of absence, uh, after it snowballed into cries for boycotts, uh, from angry customers, uh, Alyssa Heinerscheid. No, I, I don't know uh, how you say it. I just don't care. It's Heinerscheid. To hear her name. Is that how you shine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that one I got right. Uh, Bud Light's vice president of marketing will be replaced by Todd Allen, most recently, the global vice president of Budweiser. Oh shit! Hey, uh, Bob, pull up that, pull up the uh, LinkedIn for Todd Allen Budweiser, right mm-hmm. quick. Just want to show you something, or I want to show you what you don't see. Okay, which is uh, often just as telling. Uh, Again, slide that on the main screen there. Now, if you're looking at bio, you see any uh, any pronouns in there? Nope. No. No, Moving along, yeah. folks. Yeah. <laughs> Do not talk to people that have pronouns in their fucking bio. That is not a ser- I love you, but you are not serious people. No. No, you're not a serious person there. Uh, Todd's taking over now. I just after quoted this. Succession. Did sure did. Time? Sure did. I feel like I'm behind. No, you're not. You're on it. You're on it. <sighs> that, that was, was a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. It was a couple weeks ago. Um, but this, to me, the reason why this story was so interesting to me is uh, there was some debate, you know, a month ago when this all started of whether or not this was a lower level employee or somebody in their marketing team. That well, was... that was the first fucking thing that came out from all the apologists. Yeah. That this was just some woke fucking uh, uh, intern or social media marketing person or something like, no, it was. No, it sure was. Um, it was her. And, uh, and then her podcast interview was the one that really pushed this over the yeah. edge here. Who let her do I that? I don't know. Usually, like, I, I talk to... Uh, I've got friends, Gary Sheffield Jr., David Hookstead, number of people that work at OutKick, right? Yeah. Uh, and Clay Travis doesn't give a fuck. And the people that own and run OutKick, I mean, Fox technically owns it now. Yeah. But they, they do whatever they want. They say and do whatever they want mm-hmm. over there. But still, when I have one of them on the show, they go through Fox and to, make, to get release so they can come on our show. Right. So we've, had a, we've done stuff with Fox before, the sports part, not the no. news yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly not the network. But... Um, they still have to get a release to go do outside independent media. How, how does Budweiser not have that policy? I don't know. For a fucking VP level person. Uh, it's insane. Maybe, maybe they do, actually. Maybe that's why she's getting fired. Who knows? But that, that seems like, holy shit, dude. 
Yeah. Um, and again, man, these these uh, stocks are down, sales are down. We're getting hit up left and right um, from distributors and all that. It's great for Hard AF Seltzer. Don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love every single moment of this. Uh, but the interesting part that I've heard behind the scenes over and over from distributors from all these states is uh, that it couldn't happen to a nicer company. So they hated Budweiser to begin with because they were strong arming them into mm. you know their hundred other brands. Uh, that they have there, and uh, they're rooting for their downfall here. Now, most people don't know that they have 100 other brands. They're just boycotting Budweiser and Bud Lights. Mm. Um, I saw somebody drinking uh, Stella Artois over the weekend, and I was like, hey, by the way, how do you feel about the Bud Light thing? I fucking hate it. And I go, drinking it right now, friend. Um, Most people just don't know that, um, which is fine. But the problem is your two flagship brands here, uh, you've driven into the toilet same with Fox News and Bud Light. I don't see a way out of this. They had that bullshit apology. We showed the commercial. We did all that other stuff. Uh, even with this, you put a man into a woman's job now, so the left is going to be pissed off about this, um, that, that you're you know, caving to the mob and all this other shit. I don't think an apology is going to work um, because they didn't. They gave a half-ass one, but nothing there. Um, you just kind of blew up your brand for what? Well, I, I'm not sure I agree that they blew up their brand. I mean, it is a global brand now, and a lot of people don't care. I don't know what their market share or saturation in the United States is. Um, well, let me ask you this, because you've traveled more than I have overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to Germany or something like that, or is, is Bud Light next to whatever German beers you have? I just assumed that, you know, Germany makes the greatest beers ever. What the fuck would they want Bud Light for? Well, I, I no, you don't necessarily see that. You don't? But they have a lot of international brands, right? I, I don't know. They uh, do. Like, I think um, the name. Because the, the, the ones that popped up when I did the search was like Goose Islands, Stella, uh, Babe, the wine company, which I like, uh, like my wife drinks it as well. Um, they're great, but most of the other ones, it was just kind of, eh. let's see. They've got Beck's. I don't like Beck's. Yeah. You don't like Beck's, but Beck's is served internationally. Yeah. It's bigger um, in uh, Europe. Hogarden is what they also own that. That's yeah. a German beer that I think is kind of like their Budweiser over in Germany. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's really big in Germany. Um, Brahma is big in Brazil. Um, Cass is big in um, uh, the Asian subcontinent, I guess. So um, South Korea, especially. Okay, so they have they have a pretty broad international. South Africa, they have Castle. Um, they they own Corona, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, A A B N Bev owns yeah, Corona. Owns so Corona. Okay. Um, Harbin, which is in China, they own fucking Hogarden, which he mentioned. They own. Uh, Jupiler, which is in fucking Belgium, their home country. They own Lefe, which a lot of people like. Um, Michelob Ultra, which I've never seen anybody drink. Nah. Oh, dude, you re- really? Yeah, I see people drink Mick Ultra fucking all constantly the all the time. Where? Where? That's yuppie shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> is that the? Is that yuppie? That's yuppie. Yeah. Is the old man on a diet drinks Mick Ultra? It's like two percent, right? Like you can't no. get fucked 4%. up off of four percent. Oof. When you when you're done your marathon, you grab a Mickle shot. God damn. And yes, yeah, Stella's one of them too in Belgium. Yeah. Uh, I, I but for me, um, Bud Weiser and Bud Light, 
are the two brands that are associated with this boycott right now. Yeah. And I don't see a way out of it for those two well, brands. The rest it. of these are fine. Oh, so AB and Bev has Modelo as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and again, most people won't look to see who owns the rest of this shit. All the stores, all the distributors, everybody we've talked to, it is Bud Lights and Budweiser, and then the rest of them have been fine. I think it's anecdotal, to be honest. Uh, Bob, pull up uh, the stock exchange. Uh, Anheuser Busch Ambev SA is the stock because is it SA like, uh, like no, a Mexican gang member? No, or? like the okay. letters. S oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So put that full screen. Yep. Now click on one year. So at one year, it's up. It's up about uh, what ten or eleven percent? Oh, six percent. So no, I'm sorry. One year, it's uh, ten point two four. Year to date, it's ten point one seven. Six just mo- but and then just over the last month during this entire controversy, it's up four point two seven percent. Stock is in the last six months, it's up thirty eight percent. So any anybody that works in finance will tell you that you, you, you ask somebody what your product is. Mm-hmm. It's beer. It's Budweiser. No, it's not. Your product is your fucking stock, right? Because that's sure. the value of your company. The sure. stock is up. Right. Year over year, their stock is up. Year to date, their stock is up month over month. So no, they're doing just fine. I, but yeah, I, this I, shit never changes anything. I think I think on the next quarterly report is when you'll see shit hit the fan i really do yeah i mean lauren and lauren manley says unpopular opinion beer is gross it's not an unpopular opinion beer is for poor people beer is liquid <laughs> bread and bread is for fucking poor people drink whiskey like a fucking adult whiskey and wine man the egyptians did pay their pores in beer and bread yeah yeah i mean at least with us we made an eight percent where it's just like hey we're here to fucking party for yeah. christ's sakes if look if i can't black out on this before i have to go pee i'm not interested in drinking at it. all dude i want to black out everywhere i want to black out at a sporting event i want to black out at a concert i want i want to remember key plays or yeah. one song like we'll that's see. what i'm here for we'll see uh earn it, but it's not going to be until july till we get that earnings report right because this started in q3 or q2 so we're not going to see that until july they'll ride this out i mean if you see People dumping InBev uh, stock, and in, in, they would have to file those in late May, probably uh-huh. early June. If you see that, keep an eye on those filings. Maybe take a look at it. But honestly, this industry talks more than any other industry because it's not, it's not like Facebook where they can hide what's going on behind them. The distributors will tell. You, you can tell from the distributor behavior whether or not a, 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 a publicly traded brand and booze is fucking tanking yeah. and if it was that fucking stock would ref- would re- reflect it already i, I say so says they report may 3rd so may 3rd okay so uh, circle that mm-hmm. and i think that's where you're gonna find out some some real numbers here of what's actually going on yeah it'll um, be interesting to see but they do have a hundred other fucking companies so yeah dude like modello's everybody's still drinking modello's and everything else they've like, got two big beers down in brazil too and they love fucking trannies down there Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Brazil. Second biggest place outside Thailand. Outside of Thailand. God, right, Giorgio, yeah. how do you know that, dude? Every time Every you know dirtbag that, knows that. I know. I know. It's That's true. why it's, we, you know, if somebody's making too many trips, that, I, I profile. It's the same here. Like, I love Thailand. Okay. Are you, do you fight? Yeah. Because otherwise, you fuck, yeah. right? It's either fighting or fucking over there. There's nothing else to do. I had a fraternity. Fuck. I had a fraternity brother move to Thailand uh, mm. in his late 20s, and uh, he was teaching English. I was like, oh, he fucks kids, uh, and that's what it is, you know? Sorry. Well, no, it's more lady boys than yeah. kid fucking over oh, there. All of it. If yeah. you want to fuck kids, you can go to Eastern Europe. <laughs> God Honestly, damn it, that's, that's where the bulk of the uh, world sex trafficking happens. Is it really? Yeah. Ugh. Yikes. Have you seen fucking, uh, uh, what, wait, what's that stupid Leon Neeson movie? 
Taken. Yeah, haven't you seen Taken? That's, uh, that's yes. Eastern Europe, yeah, right? yeah. Was it really? Oh yeah. But I thought they well, were taking. I thought they were taking her because of Liam Neeson, not to sex trafficker. No, no, no. They just sex trafficker. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It was unrelated. All right. Okay. Uh, long time since I've seen the movie. I didn't see the sequels either. These last two, if you just want to get into sports, I can save you. No, that's fine. Uh, Black Cleopatra is up next. Queen Cleopatra director Tina Gravi uh, penned an article for Variety that pushed back against the accusations of blackwashing the historical, the historic figure after it was revealed that Cleopatra would be played by a black actress. Um, they're making a, what is it, a Netflix series here? Uh, the Netflix series documentary documentary. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now that kind of makes it worse. <laughs> Is it a doc, Bob? Look that up real quick. The Netflix series faced intense backlash after the first trailer for the latest season of African Queens featured Cleopatra portrayed by Adele James, a dark skinned actress uh, the director remarked on this backlash, calling the comments that she faced laughable. While shooting, I became the target of a huge online hate campaign. Egyptians accused me of blackwashing and stealing their history. Some threatened to ruin my career, which I wanted to tell them was laughable. I was ruining it very well for myself. Thank you very much. No amount of reasoning or reminders that Arab invasions had not yet happened in oh. Cleopatra's age, seemed to stem from the tide of ridiculous comments. Uh, Amir in his bedroom in Cairo wrote me uh, to earnestly appeal that Cleopatra was Greek. She says, oh, Lord, L-A-W-D. Why would that be a good thing to you, Amir? You're Egyptian. Uh, because it's fucking reality, you dumb bitch. Cleopatra was Greek Macedonian, which is like, uh, half Greek and half not Arab, I wouldn't say, but more like no Macedonians north of Greece. Yeah. So it's it's like Bulgarian, Bulgarian, or, yeah, yeah Eastern, like Eastern European. So it's from the Ptolemaic uh, uh, bloodline in Egypt. Ptolemy the first, the second, who I believe was her brother, right? Ptolemy the second that ruled pre or slight or for a couple of fucking years while she was. I don't remember, <clears throat> but now he was way before her. <laughs> So her, but her little brother's name was Ptolemy as well, but they named everybody Ptolemy back then. If you're a dude anyways, um, yeah, she's uh, no historical record exists that, that suggests that she was black. She was from a Macedonian Greek bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? And now is this, is this about? a series or a documentary? What, it's what? a drama documentary. So I think it's a documentary with some extra sort of scripted, scenes oh or gotcha gotcha so they're kind of acting out like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah but it is it does bill itself as a partly a documentary yeah now <clears throat> i guess if you mixed this woman what is her name adele james mm -hmm. with elizabeth taylor who's the most famous yeah. person to play cleopatra maybe you're 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 onto something yeah. mix them together because yeah. it I, wasn't it, it, it wasn't, she wasn't white. It was she wasn't white, but she was a lot closer to white than she was to black. She was. I mean, Greek is white. It's in Europe. Greek Greeks are white. Right, not, right. No, it's not. Their hair. Uh, just shut up, shut up no. Giorgio. Shut you up, fucking oh my god. No, I am. You're not even on camera. Brown. Come on camera. Find the camera, Giorgio. There get, you go. Put put me and Rob beside each other. Yeah, it's different shades, baby. I mean, you are not wow. darker, I'm darker than, me. than you, dude. Okay. Uh, yeah, but don't you have like Jew? Argentine Jew or some shit or Portuguese? Portuguese Jew. Yeah. Portuguese. But no, I mean, um, 
they they also in an upcoming movie they cast Gal Gadot as Cleopatra, which I think bad. is pretty. That's pretty close. That's it's great. Mediterranean. That's yeah. closer than exactly. fucking. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And she's hot. So you can toss anyone from like Spain to Israel in the Cleopatra role, and I think you're fine. Or I mean, even uh, I mean, a, an Egyptian, an actual, which is to to the director's point here, um, Egyptians being mad about it might not have the best case either, because the Alexandrian Egyptians there were there were quite a few Macedonian Greeks there, but the slaves were all Egyptians, like actual Egyptians. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It was a it was like a Rome fucking uh, cutout basically from Greek Macedonia that, that was ruling through Ptolemy for, what, 400 fucking years or some shit? I mean, fair enough. She was right about that part, I guess. The Egyptians don't necessarily have a beef here, but the woman wasn't black. Yeah. So what the fuck? I don't know. It's, just, I, it's like the reverse racism sort of thing, right, where it's like black people rightfully, especially Africans, rightfully get mad at dummies like in Europe and North America in particular that are like, Africa equals black. Like yeah, black people, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone, Have Africa you ever been to black. Algeria or Morocco? Right, friend? right, right, right. It's not black. There. But this is literally the same thing as the other people oh, do yeah, it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's, like, it's like a horseshoe theory of racism, essentially. No, this that's is a big controversy well, here's the dumbest... right now with uh, DDP from South Africa being like, I'm the true African and he's challenging Izzy. Wait, Diamond Dallas Page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. You can't go Marcus, by DDP. Marcus, Marcus yeah. Duplessis. Yeah, no, no, no. There's that. one DDP. There's one DDP, friend. Yeah, you can't he, do it. And he does the Diamond Cutter. Sure and does. Not whatever that yeah. You yeah. can't take that name. Um, that's like I, that's like if I said, hey, I, welcome to Drinking Bros. I'm your host, Jay-Z. Like, I'm yeah. not doing that. I'm your host, Stone Cold Dan Austin. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I would like it a lot. Uh, so the dumbest thing this bitch said was, why shouldn't Cleopatra be a melanated sister? And why do some people need Cleopatra to be white? Her proximity to whiteness seems to give her value, and for some Egyptians, it seems to really matter. Reality is what matters, friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not about whiteness. Yeah. Why, does this, why does this always become the argument? It's like, uh, I, I want people to speak well and have good jobs and get educated, and, and then I, I will hear from these leftists, oh, that's just white supremacy. Like, no, that's just a good life. Yeah, and we want everybody to have that same good life. CNN tried to run an article the other day, or they ran an article the other day, talking about how uh, uh, the biggest new gun purchasers are black women in America right now. That's the that's the group of people who are buying guns for the first time in greater numbers than any other group. And they're like, "Oh, this is troubling for conservatives." Like, and then you see the the comments on Twitter, and it's like a slew of white male conservatives like, "This is dope." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we want everybody to have guns. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck you were trying to talk about there, but it's always the same dumbass argument that doesn't make any sense. This this is just another... Uh, let's go back to the top of the show, dude. Uh, Hollywood <sighs> and media is just... Imp- I, they're causing their own demise with this stupid shit over and over again. It's, it's fucking insane to me, dude. It's like people just don't want to work or live or anything else, and uh, they're, they're, you're all fucked. You are all fucked and yeah, you have to sell on yourself having shit to do will uh prevent a lot of this mm-hmm. right what's the phrase the uh idle time is the devil's dangling or something yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah maybe just get busy get a hobby get a hobby that doesn't involve trying to make decisions for another person try that i just like, collect stamps dude or learn a new language with Babel. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of productive shit you can do with your free time that doesn't involve 
trying to associate every problem in society with race, for example. Yeah. That'd be dope. Race fuck up. or gender. I mean, dude, Bud Light, all of it. Like, wait, wait till that fucking Little Mermaid movie bombs, dude. Then they're going to say everybody was racist. Oh, yeah. And they were white and they wouldn't go see the movie because of it. No. Because it looks like shit. Uh, actually, there's another reason it's going to bomb, and it's not just because like it looks because there's no dick on the cover. Uh, well, that doesn't help anything. That took, took my ticket away. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, there's no dicks. What the fuck? Are they this, they added an extra fifty minutes. It's fifty minutes longer than the cartoon. Oh god! So it's over two it's hours. Over two hours yes. for kids. Yeah. Good luck, because kids. Ma- k- k- I'm. I look. 90 minutes tops for kids. There's no fucking way a child is going to sit through a two-hour, 20-minute nope. movie. I, yeah. Dude, I've, I, take my, I take my kids to the movies almost every weekend. There's yep. no fucking way. That's because it's not for kids. It's for these bitch-ass Disney adults that just want to like constantly have themselves validated in their childhood, relived, and shit like that. And they're the same ones on Twitter that are screaming for you know weird casting or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not made for kids. Right, their market market like oh it's made God. for kids. It is two hours and fifteen minutes. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, for a child's what movie. The fuck. Well, I mean, to his point, it's not really a child's movie, I guess. But they're going to market it, and they're they, going to say that, they're and, then, and then they're going to say racist parents didn't take yeah, the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. But really, it's just you can't take a fucking seven year old girl to a two hour movie. No. And and you sit in these conversations, like you sit in on these meetings and shit like that. Like, um, fuck. Uh, I'll never forget. I did the uh, I did notes on Miracle. Remember that movie Miracle about the fucking hockey team? Yeah, the hockey team. So this was over at Disney. Um, it was in the the contract uh, that it had to be under two hours. They were like, "Hey, everybody knows the story. There was a TV movie made about it. You got to bring in under two hours." And the guy, the director, turned in a, a rough cut that was three hours and fifteen minutes. And he goes, "This is it. This is my masterpiece." And he goes, "It's great." But nobody's going to sit in the fucking theater that long for a movie that they already know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, dude. I for mean, kids, you fucking, it's an you, easy conversation. You release, 90 minutes. You release the fucking 90-minute version, and then you release the full director's cut. And on you double down Blu-ray, on sales, man. Yeah, some fuck? Blu-ray bullshit. Do that. But you're kids. 90 minutes tops, dude. Oh. Comedies. 90 minutes. That's all uh, shit, dude. I could fucking rage about this forever. But again, I, wait till these numbers come out because this comes out in, is it Memorial Day, Bob? I think it comes out like in four weeks, I think. Something How like could that. they do that to the memory of our fallen? That's right. That's right. But they are, Dan. They are. So Well, we'll be in Tampa. I'm sure we'll. Getting fucked Fuck uh, I'm blacking out three days in a row, probably. <laughs> well, probably not on Friday because we might be in Atlanta for that game. But One of our listeners uh, was with Hulk Hogan. Uh, yesterday, by the way. Somebody asked me if I wanted to hook up with Hulk Hogan. Uh, Yes, we do. Uh, Well, love Hogan. I don't necessarily care about having him on the show. I do. You can do that one solo. I would love Um, it. I would just... You don't want to... I would just talk shit to him the whole time. It's not productive. But I would like to go to his (laughs) bar and do karaoke. Yeah. That's the only time I would do karaoke is in the presence of Hulk Hogan. Of Hulk Hogan. It would be great. It would be great. Uh, It's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week. Is there anybody in the studio today? That guy bounce. I had to leave. He couldn't come on anyway. He's a uh, secret squirrel. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Shit, I didn't know that. Um, But uh, yeah, if you're in studio, you can just come on and do it live. If not, go to drinkingbros.com and uh, click on the submission form, and it gets emailed to us live. We'll read them live on air. Also, peruse our catalog of uh, merch over there. I've uh, got the t-shirt on today. I got the Hard AF Seltzer hat on. Dan's got the hoodie on. 
All of these uh, merchandise items are available on drinkingbros.com as well. So click on the store and uh, support the show. That'd be great. Uh, this one was submitted by Shane Wentz from Tennessee, who's a listener of Drinking Bros for eight years and is nominating Zach Jenkins. Uh, reason for the nomination, uh, Zach uh, has his little food kitchen called Semper Sliders. He made a Facebook post, and I think uh, below the post kind of says it all. Uh, The entire Drinking Bros community is just coming together. Uh, Says, coming home tonight from a crazy week, and so far, just a nightmare, six months of business, and it's barely May. Uh, I have no fucking clue what I'd be doing to keep the business going without Tanya, Liz, Kristen Hamilton working full part-time last year, and right now, with me being down to no full-time staff, and uh, Kendall Fisher, Tom Brad, Eric H. Uh, Satchel pickups. Um, they've grabbed some shifts. Uh, the entire staff is drinking bros. Uh, also, our whole Nashville area crew and group uh, group chats letting me vent and giving me advice uh, and just kind of keeping my head above water. We do have over 800 subgroups on Facebook that are all private. Some of them are based by cities and states. That's what he's referring to. Uh, sign up is free. Just don't be an asshole. Uh, he says, the entire Drinking Bro community has supported me uh, since the day I opened for business, June uh, 2017, and have all rallied behind irreverent warriors uh, and doing hikes and supporting each other and mental health. When I hear people say Drinking Bros, uh, Facebook is dead. Uh, they said, uh, hey, don't forget about the subgroups over there in Nashville. Drinking Bros uh, was just some random social page that a lot of us found, even the OGs. Uh, but through Semper Sliders and organization meetups and stuff, we've created a solid group of friends here in Nashville uh, who all care for each other and love each other. So cheers to you. Um, I actually respond. I remember this uh, post, and uh, Zach Jenkins actually helped us out uh, with some booze events mm-hmm. down there in Nashville, so I'll give him a shout-out too. Uh, so I actually responded to a Facebook uh, post about this where uh, people are like, hey, man, some of these groups are, are dying in Facebook. Um, here was my response to them, and, and I genuinely mean this. Um, I don't think it's the groups themselves. It is just Facebook as a whole is dying, I, I feel like. Um, I only go on there for private groups. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've posted on my personal feed and unless it was connected to like the back end of years. Instagram or something. Years. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's got anything to do with uh, the community itself. It's strong. The ratings are stronger than ever all, and on the shows and all this other stuff. Uh, the seltzer sales are through the roof. It's, uh, it's simply just Facebook. And I'll tie this back into media. Um, there's going to be a, a reset of all of this stuff coming. And uh, me personally... Uh, unless it's Drinking Bros Sports or some of the, the local groups that I'm involved with, I don't go on Facebook. Um, I really don't, man. The, the entire election process turned me off. The shit that, you know, they've deleted my page and, and everything else uh, for no reason. Like, um, it's just Facebook in general. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are on Instagram, TikTok, and, and other shit. Uh, Twitter is starting to feel like that for me now, where it's mm. just kind of a fucking mess at this point. So... I'm not sure what's going to happen with all this. I know day in and day out we'll be with you here on podcasts. And uh, as these media companies start to go down, uh, it'll improve our ratings at least. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, but I'm not sure where all this is headed. Um, it's been a wild morning and, and we've had a lot of time to think about all this other shit. And it's going to be a wild week in media with this Disney shit that's coming up. 
trust me when I say this, you're going to lose some of your favorite people off of ESPN and, and uh, some of your favorite anchors on, on other shows and all that shit. That is coming very, very soon in a matter of hours. And uh, I, I don't know what to make of all of it. Um, but we'll be here. Uh, and Tucker will be back uh, and bigger and better than ever. I mean, shit. Somebody asked me in the chat, would, would Spotify consider picking up Tucker? I don't think so. Um, Joe Rogan's not right, you know, super right or anything. He may be. We have guesses. I, we have no idea or any confirmation what political party is. But I have a hard time believing that Spotify would pick up Tucker, although financially it would be a massive, mm-hmm. massive windfall to pick up that, that audience. But I don't, I don't think Spotify would do it. Do you? No. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, so it's going to be Rumble. It's going to be his own outfit or it's going to be his own paywall. But uh, I, I can promise you this. He'll be able to pick and choose exactly what he wants to do. Whereas Don Lemon, I, I don't know what the fuck that guy does. I mean, He'll, Cuomo started to start a podcast. It bombed. Lemon will have to sit out for a while. Uh, if it weren't for all the like the drama and sexist comments he's made, he would already be on the MSNBC tonight probably. I agree. But. We'll see, right? Yeah. He needs a cooling off period, I would imagine. Because behind the scenes, all his female staffers hated him. He's, he's very unlikable. I mean, we, we've heard that for a very long time. But, you know, if you're talented, you can be unlikable to some degree. If, if your ratings are high, yeah, yeah congratulations. <clears throat> uh, that is not the case in point, though, for Tucker. And uh, we'll see what Fox does, too. Um, I, t- tune into the ratings next week of Fox and see how that fucking shakes mm-hmm. out. Um, that'll be the Bud Light sitch all over again. So thanks for joining us. Go to uh, iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. Spotify's not buying us out either, by the way, so i go ahead and answer that last question there. Uh, for D'Anthony Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everybody. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.